the ashen-faced folk and the diabolic dragon now slain, and their souls sent back to the dark where they belong, the party turns their attention to the endless snowscape surrounding the beaten and bruised people of ten towns. The Frozen Queen, however, sees this as an opportunity to get people to believe, perhaps even those who walk the path. The endless tundra of ice wind dale and the sea of moving ice now call to our heroes to seek new enemies and allies alike and put a stop to the never-ending winter once and for all. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to D and D. Hello, hello. Cheers, everyone. Cheers, cheers, cheers. Clinky. Cheers. Elliot. Clinkies. You gotta be careful with those enormous Gonzagas on your shot glass. Oh. <laughs> Hands off yeah, the Elliot, glutes. Elliot's uh, shot glass is stacked. Yeah. Triple D's on that bad boy. With an American flag covering them. I think that's the Puerto Rican flag. It's, right? Rican no, it's flag. definitely the Puerto Rican flag. Uh, I, know, I was wondering whether it was like a, a black star. A <laughs> lack- <laughs> yeah. I was like, is that Texas? Maybe? That would have been a better guess than American yeah. flag. Well, I was gonna, I was gonna get there. You were gonna get there. I was, yeah. I was starting. <laughs> well, thank God that was Malort, not vodka, which we've been trending to do lately. That was much easier. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think to be fair, it's our fault that we don't chill the vodka. That's the way it's supposed to be. But. Yeah, I guess that's fair. Yeah. You guys could shake it too. They're, you're two bartenders. I don't think anyone's ever said that about what? the vodka that we should shake. That we should chill it. Yeah. I think I say it every time. I think so too. Do you want us to just shake it with ice, chill it? Mm-hmm. We just keep it in the fucking freezer like a real Russian. I'm down. Yeah, I'm fine with that. Does care. it make it thicker? Uh, it's like it gets like a little more like yeah, viscous, a little more yeah. syrupy kind of. But yeah. It's actually really bad. Um, like, if you do go over to someone's house with a bottle of vodka and it's not chilled, it's considered kind of rude. Hmm. In, in Russia? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Well, we're not there. It's <laughs> also so, so rude. So, Never mind. Uh, we're, uh, what were you guys doing at the end of the last session? <laughs> 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 uh, I know, Skid, you and me, we're in the center of town. Uh, you're casting a plant growth. Is that what that's called? Yeah, plant growth over the eight-hour yeah, you both were casting that simultaneously. Uh, very. Did you stay at your parents' house or go to the Den of, den of Inquity to stay? Mm, I want to say I crashed at the Den. Yeah, good enough. Oh, no, you and Pilgrim were at your parents' house. That's right. Parents? Because you guys yeah, went you to go check on your mom. mom. Yeah, I remember checking on her. And you guys, then your dad was asleep in the, the living room. I don't think you there. ever checked if your store was okay. I thought he did. Did he? I'm pretty sure he did. Okay. We should have really listened back a little bit, but that's okay. Oh, whatever. Uh, Let's make new stories. The pockets survived. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Parts of Brinch and Deer were fucked up, but not too bad. We still haven't seen Huck, though. That's the only thing. Yeah, that right. is true. But we left town because we're on a different map, even. No, no, we're in Brinchander. Yeah, okay. we're in Brinchander. No, what do you mean different map? I'm looking not at Brinchander. Well, that's Targos, but we're in Brinchander. 
And I went to go talk to my uncles. Uh, just just ask him about facts of things that happened recently. And they had seen some close combat. Yeah. Yeah, you saw that there was a significant damage to the southern wall. Southwest gate. Um, you guys were stacking bodies all night. Um, you guys all made little madness checks. I like that. That's right. Uh, Dax was eating bloody dirt. It was tasty. Oh, I went and dropped off the... Uh or Fort Zinfandel to cover one of the holes in the wall. Yes. And you also made a madness check because of all the bodies rolling around and they started yelling at you. Hell yeah. The young Papa, or Papa Papa, Paca baby is seeming to be okay? Yep. Yep. It's, uh, yeah, seemed fine from the medicine checks that Pilgrim did. Uh, your mom is, seems like, about to, you know, giving birth sometime soon. There was the divination spell from Grimm. Frost Maiden had that, like, you know, foreboding message heading back to him. And then uh, Duvess was all fucked up and burned, right? Like a bunch of p- crazy amount of people died in Bryn Shander, 1,200 dead or some shit. Yes, that is correct. I have 750, but... I think it was 1,200 in Bryn. You probably got it, yeah. yeah 250 in East Haven, 12 in Good Mead. Those are the confirmed kills according to me so far. Yes. Twelve hundred. That's a lot. It's a pretty big chunk for this big city town. But she had mentioned there was like an expedited moot upcoming. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, we also tried to reach out to uh, two town speakers uh, who yes. did not answer. Trovis and Doublegrass. Mm-hmm. Presumed correct. Missing, presumed dead. Yeah, they're at the... Uh, the fortress with you guys. No. All right, I think we're good. Kraken. Oh, who gives a fuck about that guy? He's <laughs> <laughs> so cool. He's okay. <laughs> <laughs> he looked cool. Yeah, it looked cool. I'm actually most bummed about the the Dragonborn. I think he had a good redemption arc coming up, you know? I agree. He'd sober up and yeah. lead his people to... Uh, well, he was pretty sober and doing pretty well before we <laughs> let him into an absolute guaranteed death. Yeah. He yeah. died? Maybe. He's in my head right now. Yeah, he didn't answer a sending spell, which That's is... It. And they, like, cave themselves in when we were at the fortress. Yeah. But who knows? Maybe we'll come back as villains later, you know, as their frozen corpses. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. That's so we'll find out if he died or not. Uh, Rick Steele, where did you stay last night? Did you stay at uh, Kellen's th- Comfort? With, yeah. You were hanging out with your, your dunkles? Yeah, I was hanging out with my dunkles. Wherever they were, I was going to stay with them. All right, right. And Thrax, where did you stay last night? I forgot about that. I have no idea, man. Uh, <laughs> I literally don't remember what happened last night. I was asking Evan earlier today what happened. Yeah, you can tell how much of a guide I am. <laughs> I got my. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Where did we leave off?" He's like, "We're going to the see the tribes." I was like, "We are." I have no. No, idea. yeah. <laughs> None of that has been established no, no. at all. Yeah. No, yeah, are, we're all in a different. You part guys are in Brinchandir. There's been a uh, significant amount of damage here. Uh, if you want to, Thrax, I think you could just have free reign to stay wherever you'd like. Yeah. The Paco's house, of course. That anything besides that. Thrax, go to the Paco's house, of course. Okay. And try to see if he could help cook some stuff to help out with all the attacks and stuff. And since mom might need help, you know. She's bedridden. Yep. See, she needs someone to cook for. 
I'll just we'll just retroact that that you were <laughs> you slept at the Pacos with the Pilgrim as well. Should we yeah. listen back like to the last no, five? No, TJ, minutes it's fine. But you just chose the lead, the the only one that narratively made no sense. The only option you that, <laughs> that made no sense you chose, which is fine. We'll retcon that. All good. I don't know where I stayed. I don't remember. Yeah, I have no idea. Zero. Gone. All right. Anyways, you guys wake up. <laughs> I didn't. No, no. Uh, we all stayed at the the mayor's house to heal people, didn't we? <laughs> oh, the notebook. Yeah. I don't think it matters. Let's go. Yeah. Okay. It really doesn't. <laughs> uh, new day begins. Uh, let's see here. You're somewhere. Kratzy, roll a D100 for me. A 10. That's you a D20. rolled a D20. That's not Jesus a D100. <laughs> 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 this is sound great. I just, you know, that's the one I go to. We only took a week off, man. Uh, we're rusty. That's 86. 68. Nope, 86. 86. 86. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. Okay. Uh, you and you and me, ironically, how that works is pretty nice. Uh, see here, let me have her roll D100 as well. Okay. Uh, where the giant tree was standing... Uh, and you complete casting this plant growth spell overnight. Uh, out of the center of the burnt-out trunk, uh, you see, like, I don't know, uh, about a two- or three-foot skinny little tree pop up. Uh, it's green. It looks like to be a younger variant of the former tree. But it started regrowing in the place of the decimated large tree in the middle. Nice. Oh, yeah. And then the, Out of the ashes. And the mile radius around will, you know, start growing uh, more prosperously, too, hopefully, with long, long-term benefits. Absolutely. Uh, let's go to the Paca household, where uh, Thrax, Pilgrim, uh, and Barry are at. I imagine uh, Barry slept in his room. Whatever you want, I don't cool. care. <laughs> yeah. Tell me. Great. Uh, screwing back on his Ushanka, putting on uh, his uh, coat, and he kind of walks out of his room, and slowly you can hear this like heavy creaking down the stairs as uh, I imagine you're passed out on the main floor, Thrax. Mm-hmm. Great. You screwed on your Ushanka? Well, you know, uh-huh. just like put it on. Uh, uh, hey, Thrax, uh... Uh, Traveler up yet? You see him? I don't know. Uh, look around. Is the Traveler there? I think Pilgrim already got up early and headed to the place where they said the next moot would be. It'll just be the first one there awkwardly. Gotcha. Like up at dawn or something? Yeah. Right. Uh, I haven't seen him. You see anybody else? You just getting up? Uh, no, I just woke up here and you come down the stairs. Yeah. I think Dad's uh, out fishing and Mom's still in bed. Uh, I think I'm gonna get out of here. Uh, probably grab a bike and get out of here. Uh, maybe uh, that's what Grim did as well. Should we not provide for your mother or something like that? No, man. Sister's got her. Uh, she's fine. She's asleep. Uh, but your sister isn't she? Yeah, she's got school. She'll be fine. You would know there's no school today as there's a massive <laughs> attack on the city yesterday, like this past week. Yeah, but I mean, 
he could just be telling Thrax that. Yeah. As you know. What school? I'm gonna get out of here, buddy. <laughs> okay. I'm gonna I go through the cupboard, grab one or two things, and then uh, head out of the place. Okay. I pull out. Thrax will pull out his alchemy jug. Okay. And hold on to it and go to uh, Mrs. Paco's room. And All right. Sort of knock on the door. Uh, the door is open. She's just kind of sleeping there with uh, basically Barry's sister there. Oh, Take care of her. They're both asleep. No, she's the, his sister's awake. Was there anything you think she'd like in the morning to drink? Uh, I could make a water, wine, or beer, but just. Uh, she's the very sister to you. We have all those things, thank you. <laughs> oh, oh, is there anything you'd like? Uh, I could provide it very easily. Milk? No, I, I can't make milk myself. Okay, then. Take care. Okay. <laughs> uh, Drax will go downstairs and open the cork that has uh, wine and take a good swig of wine. Alright. You have your breakfast wine? Mm-hmm. And you're heading out? Yeah. Alright. Uh, where are you two going? I imagine towards uh, the center of town, see if there is like some uh, like pre-moot stuff going on, as well as maybe head to uh, Calvin's as well, as well. See if that is, uh, I don't know. I, I remember Ricky was heading there, so. Yeah, you guys head to the center of town. You see uh, Skid and me. They have just finished casting. As you see, see like some bits of green popping up amidst the destruction. Uh, you know, kind of throughout the area of the city. Uh, let's see here. You also see the rampant destruction of the town. Like you see the town halls destroyed and everything. You remember that uh, to the south, the council hall to the south, between two uh, like craters near the or the uh, the damaged wall is where you guys would be meeting for the moot. Cool. Yeah, I'm going to approach uh, Skid and me. Man, did you do this? Looking at the uh, tree. Looking at the, <sighs> the fresh thing. Hey, Barry. Um, yeah, we tried. Um, you know, give him some hope so it's not all dark and everywhere. I can look forward to, you know, brighter future, something like that. Man, that's, uh, this thing's beautiful, Scorch Stack. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's not too big. It's not as big. Hopefully it grows soon, though. We'll see. Yeah. Maybe the earth got poisoned, too. It's just, I hope it gets big. But, yeah. Where's, uh, where's that professor meeting today? Where's all that shit at today? I think, uh, Council Hall. There's a bit south of here. Um, well, I'm tired, but no time like the present. You want to head that way? Yeah, yeah, sounds good. Everything else okay, buddy? Yeah, 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 yeah. Kind of yeah. looking at you and looking at me as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, good morning, my lady. And gives her a little uh, nod. Uh. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, I'm going to start heading south. I think uh, I think Traveler got there nice and early. Yeah, I'll take along. See you soon, me. Thank you. Yeah, I think Drax is on his way. As I kind of yell. Yeah. And we'll head, I'll head south with him. Go towards the where she was damaged meeting place. All right. Uh, let's see here. Rick Steele, you are at uh, yeah. Calvin's Comfort. 
You're hanging out with Roland and Kandor. Well, it's been nice to see you both. Coffee in the morning or wine? You just already hear the the wine bottle cork pop out. All right, well, I don't like the presence of uncles. Um, I do believe there might be emergency moot today. Will both of you be in attendance or do you have other affairs to attend to? Of course we will. We'll see you there. Right, well, I'll just take a big gulp of my wine from a cup and we'll just head out. All right. You head out and start heading south towards the council hall. So, everyone heads south towards the council hall. Once again, you get to that area. It looks like some of the bodies... Uh, a more... A greater amount of bodies are basically picked up uh, as people are working in shifts throughout the night to kind of clean up the bury, start, like, the massive burials outside the walls. Uh, let's see here. So you guys head to the council hall. Uh, you see Pilgrim. Uh, are you laying outside, standing outside? Yeah, laying down, listening to the ground, listening to people down, walk their path. Uh, near, the, near the building. Uh, Prostrating. There's, there's, yeah, there's no one really there yet. So you just see Pilgrim just laying there waiting for the door to open. You know, normal people stuff. You still have that really garish hat on? Oh, yeah. yeah. Still in the holy <laughs> pimp outfit. <laughs> are people not like... He looks ridiculous. I mean, maybe to you. I think I look good. <laughs> Pushing new boundaries in the fashion world. <laughs> I love it. Uh, for the listener, I do have my pink, my classic pink robes on, uh, but I have a giant shiny turban uh, that is teal, or not teal, more like aquamarine. Um, and then, you know those like uh, genie boots, those shoes that go up and curl around. I can't remember the name of them right now. Something like that. I think it's a good look, but I think just in this climate, it's very different. Yeah. All right, well, you guys uh, all meet up together there. You see Pilgrim laying on the ground, and you guys walk up. Do you hear anything, Grim? Do I hear anything? Ah, uh, people walking around. Dra- uh, bodies being dragged. Oh, you just see him shake his head back and forth. That's probably for the best. He's going to sit on his butt next to Grim. Ah, looks like we're early. <sighs> Shit, I'm tired. Uh, you feel a flipper on your shoulder. Thanks again for checking out uh, Cranberry for me, buddy. He nods, trying to listen as closely as he can. Tracks will walk up right as he's saying, they go, worry, don't worry about it. I checked if she needed anything this morning. Tracks? Yes, uh, she, did, she wasn't awake, but I saw if she wanted wine or something. Appreciate it, thank you. But... Oh, in other news, last night I used Fort Zinfandel to cover up a hole in the wall. One of the holes. You get I'd... to see it from the council hall, the bottom right <laughs> it's, hole. It's right over there. I don't think we're going to get it back anytime soon. Also, it's still missing a wall, so I'm pretty sure it's going to be useless. It's a good use for it. Good thing, Ricky. Yes, you know. We moved like dozens and dozens and dozens of bodies and burned them up. It was. It was horrible. So I had a, a brief spat last night. I saw a bunch of ghosts and figures talking to me. The bodies were moving on their own. It's left after about ten minutes or so, but... Ghosts? I'm just wondering if it's an after effect or... Yeah, sure. If I'm just experiencing a little bit of PTSD. Mm, 
it sounds like you sort of went on a spirit journey, perhaps. Uh, we do it often in the tribes. Yes, well, perhaps. Just food for thought. No. Guess we'll just wait here for the other people to get here. Alright, you guys wait for a while. Uh, and you start seeing people like the, the procession. You see some guards start milling about around the council hall. They're kind of keeping an eye out, looking at the skies, etc. Eventually, you see Devesh's chain. She walks up. Um, again, she looks pretty beat up. Uh, her left side, I believe it was, uh, is scarred. Looks like a, she experienced some burns. They got her arm, side of her face, neck. Uh, following that, you see uh, basically some of the other members of the council pop up. Hey, you see uh, Speaker Edgra. She walks up with uh, she walks up with um, with Gray, Lesser Gray, uh, both coming from the Goodmead area. Uh, they both acknowledge you, Pilgrim. Lesser Gray comes up and shakes your hand. Yeah, I haven't seen him in a while, so uh, Pilgrim will be kind of excited and uh, just kind of begin chatting about the smaller things about that's been going on in Goodmead and, and greeting him and shaking his hand. Yeah, you find out that. Uh, Edgar led the people of uh, Dugan's Hole out into the wilderness and uh, basically took your people as well from Goodmead and basically kept them safe in the wilderness. Oh, sick. Okay. Well, then he'll say, uh, this one is eternally in debt to you, Agra, and this one will make sure that Goodmead and Dugan's Hole, and that kind of sticks in his craw a little bit, <laughs> has good relationships from here on out. And he swallows his bride and... She's makes like, that promise. She's like, well, I owed you one, you know. What was that? She owed you one. I owed you one. Oh, this one's surprised to see uh, such gratitude. Um, have not been necessarily... Um, never mind. This one's happy to see that you helped out and that we have good relationships and that we're on even terms. He kind of swallows his tongue a little bit more <laughs> before saying something that would be uncouth and rude. Uh, you see Speaker Cranick come up with some members of the Black Swords. You also see Speaker Wayland come from East Haven. He looks like he hasn't slept in days. Uh, his hair is a mess, disheveled mess. You see Speaker Oris and Speaker Nimsey Huddle. They both seem to come at the same time. They're traveling kind of in a group. Because uh, there is no lonely wood anymore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's it. That's all you see. Uh, they're all kind of inspecting the damage uh, around Bryn Shandir. They have not been here yet, so they have kind of in shock at the amount of bodies, etc. Dax will offer wine to everybody. The homies. Offer wine, you said? Yes. What he has of his gallon of wine, he will offer to the pathwalkers and then any... any particular people of note that he remembers from the speaker, the first moot. Yeah. Uh, we'll say Waylon uh, shakily holds out a little glass if you want to have some wine. Pours it in. And that's about it. Okay. You guys head inside? Yes. Are we all allowed in? <coughs> yeah. Absolutely. After the, the attack on this uh, on the city, they this is totally okay with them. You guys head into the 
Council Hall, which is down in the south, once again, for the listeners in Rinishandir, next to the two large holes that have been made in the southern wall. The outside of the building is fairly ruined. There's scorch marks, still, you know, dried blood, etc., uh, around the ground. But that's kind of what you're going to get. And uh, this is probably a political choice to have it here so that everyone is aware of the threat, of a real threat or something that bad that happens in 10 times, you know? You guys head inside. Uh, there's just kind of a round table there. Uh, no, no pomp, no glitz, nothing like the last, uh, the last moot. The investor just pulls out chairs and sits down, and everyone else kind of follows suit. We'll stand behind seated Grim. This kid can't see over his hat. Yeah. yeah. My turban. With a B on it. Stand on the chair. It's fine, it's fine. Just pick him up. Don't pick me up. This kid got dark rings underneath his eyes, I'm sure. Yeah. It's nice back here. Now you all sit down. And. Duvessa Shane's looks around. I think this is all we're going to get today. That's okay. Uh, we still haven't heard from Chovis. We haven't heard from Speaker Dogglewell. Uh, at risk of speaking out of turn, this one has news on that front, or rather lack of news. Um, Ricky Steele here, a companion who is very apt at communication over long distances, is able to reach to people's minds with magic spells, and they have the option to return a message or not. And he heard nothing back from either speaker that you just mentioned. Um, though they traveled with us, we were separated with them from them, and, well, this one hates to admit it, but as of now, this one assumes the worst, but it cannot be proven. Agreed. We have tried to reach out too. I'm hoping it's just something with a unconscious or asleep or something like that. Asleep, yes, that's, yes. Let's hope that. Skid looks at Thrax and is shaking his head no, and putting a finger across his mm. throat. A dead man. Thrax, Thrax just nods. Anyways, I've gathered you all here today to formulate a plan. Um, more of that, more than I'm willing to admit is that I don't have a plan, and I'd like to talk things out with all of you, especially you, the Pathwalkers, who have done ten times the enormity of enormous service. It'll tug on uh, Ricky's pant leg and just try to whisper up. Where's Nap? Yes. Pardon the interruption, but do you know where Nath is? He should be arriving shortly. Good to know. That would account for most of us. Should we wait for him or should we proceed post-haste? Well, I don't see any reason why we shouldn't just start brainstorming. All right. You could just sit here and twirl the thumbs too. Doesn't really matter. But we've got a lot of work to do. What is the work that you suggest? This one is aware of the dire situations that we're in, and this one's aware that the Frost Maiden's icy grasp grows ever stronger. But this one is a newfound speaker, and uh, this one is not sure what the best course of action would be. Of course, we should gather allies. Of course, we should, you know 
make an expeditionary force to go find this creature or this force that we're dealing with, but... Agreed. But an expeditionary force is going to be tough to come by. I mean, we lost nearly half our population. You want people to just now go out into the winter? Well, there are people or humanoids that we have not contacted yet, such as the tribes. They stand to lose everything as well. Both Thrax and Skid here represent the wolf tribe. And this one knows we'd be asking the world of them, but they stand to lose the world as well. So you're suggesting rendezvousing with the tribes? Um, Pilgrim's going to look back at the Pathwalkers and just kind of like shrug a little bit to make sure he's not saying anything incredibly out of pocket. I think Thrax sort of shrugs at the getting our tribe, but... Yes, Kid will give him a downward encouraging nod, you know, if he's looking back for reassurances. Yeah, Barry's shaking his head at both both of uh, Thrax and Skid. Shaking it how? Like nodding? Yeah, nodding. In a oh, okay. Yeah. Shaking way. is this, bro. I'm sorry. Shaking is a no. Strong, nodding, yeah. nodding strong in a, disagreement. Nodding in a Barry. positive way. Okay. Yeah. Just checking. Yeah, and I'm like trying to make eye contact with you guys. Yeah. Drax will bend down towards Skid. And, like, you think the other uh, half of the help? No. Me either. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Drax nods towards everyone. Pilgrim will look at Ricky, though, knowing about... You know, his past, that was the beans that were spilled there. Ricky just stares directly into your eyes. He smirks a little bit and shakes his head yes. What's up with you all shaking your head yes? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not an idiom. It's yeah, easier it's, to... No. It's easier to do. Nod. Nod. You don't shake your head yes. I shake my head yes. Okay, fine. You shake your head yes. God damn. Yeah, wouldn't that be like headbanging? Yeah. It's awful. Um, and I'll step up a little bit as you turn around and put my left hand on your shoulder. This one thinks that we need forces, we need allies, we need to ensure the safety of not only the Ten Towns, but of Icewind Dale itself, which, let's face it, is bigger than just the Ten Towns. What about animals? Um... And he looks at Devesta Shane, smiling a little bit. Uh, Thrax wants to know, what about animals? Uh, I'm not sure what you mean by that. This one's not sure either. Hello. Uh, it's just uh, where we come from. If we do talk to the tribes, uh, you know, we have wolves and certain creatures that uh, exist alongside of us. Uh, perhaps there's some strong creatures out in the wilderness. We saw some that were... Uh, blessed and their eyes were open uh, and they helped us fight uh, perhaps there's some legend or lore that someone might know of of some strong beast that we could perhaps uh, seek for some uh, alliance of sorts to help us protect the world would you all being such uh, knowledgeable folks I'm a simple simple tribesman it isn't much but uh Perhaps there's something you know of that we could seek out. Thrax, do you want to make an alliance with the dinosaur that we've heard legends of? I don't know what a dinosaur is, but uh, if it is a large creature, then yes. The monster of the lake. 
of Mayor Duolden. Oh, yes, that will be a cold excursion, but uh, I'm willing to go. Pokemon-ass motherfucker. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, Speaker, I'd go. She'll say, Oh, you're talking about Awakened Beast, huh? Uh, yes, we met several wolves that uh, helped us out. Uh, we know. They're attacking our town. Oh. But they don't anymore! That's very true. So, I mean, if you think we can trust them, fuck it. Drax is saying there might be more out there. It's a good idea, Drax. Yes. Good job, bud. They, they seem to hate being awakened, so perhaps... Uh, Something could happen with that. We met some that like it, we met some that don't. But we know some big ones that are still out there. It's a good idea, Drax. Is it Kanan that's still awake? Or is that we have not made contact with? Yeah, and Norse, the, who's still technically yeah. there. Norse, who's still out mammoth, there, too. Yeah. I thought the but mammoth. The mammoth's holding constant vigil for its fallen masters. That might be a hard sell, but yeah. a good idea. Yeah, I know it's a good idea. I'm just wondering mm-hmm. if there's another creature of sure. lore. Yeah. That I, I was thinking of dinosaur. Yeah, yeah. you got the uh, the dinosaur-like creature in Mayor Duolden. Uh, is there any other creatures people have seen or know about that are uh, dangerous or perhaps awakened and smart? What about we've seen that white dragon? Is any anywhere we could get it to help us? This one knows little of the habits of dragons, but... This one knows that they are powerful and ancient creatures that are at least intelligent and wise enough to forge alliances where they deem most beneficial to themselves. And this one is curious if that white dragon would ally with the Frost Maiden or against the Frost Maiden, or could be convinced otherwise. Is there somewhere we could go to find someone that knows information about dragons that could help us? Perhaps, uh, you know talk to this uh, dragon favorably or if we can even maybe one of the tribes uh, let's see here because we have checked the libraries and it's been sort of like mm-hmm. surface level information yeah, so I've, it seems I've, like it'd I've be it ancient up. knowledge yeah we've both looked it up multiple times and it I, I'm just saying what about the tower Evan wants to go to but I'm saying that like we've looked up a lot of that like city uh-huh. type of information I'm wondering if it's going to be more contained in like the tri- like ancient lore in the tribe that's what I'm wondering or if someone knows of some wizard out in the wild we can talk to I don't know um pulling for anything yeah you would no I'll see here who would say this uh, is Morden Kanan somewhere we can talk to yeah fuck that guy he's cool for all um, we know he'd be against us I don't trust him true neutral fuck that I guess I'm true neutral Speaker Whalen will speak up you know, I've heard um, some of the Goliath tribes out in the, in the wilds. Goliath tribes? Goliath tribes. Um, they sometimes make, you know, some sort of deals with us. Uh, we'll come trade furs every once in a long while. I know that they they seem to know a lot about the, the wilds, the animals of the wild. Seem to be hunters or live amongst them. Goliaths? Where, where, where do they stay? Where do they make camp? Do they follow the reindeer? Where are they? I have no idea. 
I don't leave East Haven. Would, would we know about the Goliath tribe? I mean, have we, have we heard about Goliath tribes at all? Come yeah. up within the wolf at all or no? Yeah, sure. You know that they're out there and they're strong. They're definitely strong tribes. Uh, I wouldn't know where to find them. You would know whispers of Wormdoom Craig is one of the places that they've stayed at before. Did you say Warm Do Craig? Warm Doom. I was thinking of a guy named Warm Dude Craig. Warm Warm Dude Craig. I wrote Warm Dung. <laughs> no Warm Doom. Well, you've always heard of a uh, Sky Tower, which is another spot uh, that you've heard the last stay at. At least you guys would know the the tribes people. Well, Speaker Duvessa, it seems to this one that the Pathwalkers will be heading to speak to the tribes, but clearly that vessel in Targos, looking at Ricky to uh, confirm that. It's in Targos. In Targos will need to be utilized. Uh, Do you think that this would be something that uh, the people of Targos would agree with? Uh, At that moment, the door opens, and in comes Nerth. God damn it. He is being pushed on a uh, wheelchair. His right leg under his knee is blown off. It's tied up. And behind him follows Throm. And that's Dorogros Handler. Wait, Speaker Nerth. He's the Dragonborn? No. No, Nerth is... uh, The guy, the... He's from Targos. He's Targos's... The guy you hate. My the guy rival. From, the guy yes. from Luskin. Yeah. Okay, 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 okay. I just want to make sure. With, he's with Dolgruff's guy? It, yeah. So Throm and Dolgruff's presence. Damn it, did he mis- do something cool? <laughs> I don't know. All right, well, when he walks in, Pilgrim beneath his breast is going to say, Nerith Maxildanar. Well, I can answer that. <laughs> if you think there's anything going to be boating outside of Targos, you must be out of your fucking mind. Lakefront's the, the beachfront's completely destroyed. That ship, that's not doesn't, doesn't even exist anymore. Are you kidding me? Shit. That coastline's wrecked. Was there really much of a beach? Well, a lot of our towns were there. Oh. Maybe you're right, Pilgrim. Maybe we do try to make friends with this sea beast. Perhaps they can help us traverse the sea. Uh, and you said the handler of uh, Dorvalgruff is there as well? Yeah, Thrum is there as well. Thrum. He comes in. Uh, Thrum, what say you? What do you know? <sighs> I haven't heard anything yet. Um, I'm just hoping for the best. Uh, just kind of Interim, uh, the people in Bremen, they just decided to have me be the interim leader for now. At least until we know what happened in Dorbogor. Alright, so nothing's changed in Bremen. Um, Targos is in ruins. We need a vessel or a large beast to carry us out there. A dragon could fly us out there. Or a large sea monster, a lake monster of the lake. Assuming they can survive in both fresh water and salt water. 
Well, hold on. What are, you, what are you guys doing? Yes. I thought you guys were going to talk to the tribes. Oh, Those wait. are east. The tribes are to the east. What are you talking about traveling a boat for? Are we not brainstorming? Oh, yes. Sure. What's, what's, to, what's on a boat? Well, weren't we going to take that boat way out into the unknown? Try to stop. D- okay. Uh, you just want to go exploring now? No, I, I thought we were going to go there to stop the uh, the frost maiden of sorts. Try to go out there, see if we can find her. Okay, sure. What do you like? Seems like you know where she is then. No, I, I think we just sort of thought she'd be out there. Okay. Well, that's her choice. That's fine. We're going to start, you know... We can't supply you with much anymore. Um, We're sending a bunch of our soldiers to go to Lonelywood to harvest as much wood as we can. Make temporary shelters for all of our people. Um, I think we're going to just say, fuck worshipping the Frost Maiden anymore. I think we're done with all that crap. I speak freely. We need wood to burn. We need people to warm. I think those are our priorities right now. Does anyone else have anything to say? Skittle quietly hustle over to Barry now and kind of elbow him in the leg. What about that? What about that? That spire you like? What about it? Is that on the table or no? They might know shit. It's ancient, right? I don't think they'll know anything. Okay, okay. Hey, Nath, I'm, I'm really sorry for your grievous wound and your, you know, lifetime of hobbling that you have left. Um, was Targos hit by Durgar forces or the dragon or both? Hit by a dragon. Dragon, okay. That big sorry. old metal thing. And did your town suffer large casualties? Yeah, we lost about 280 people. Oh, my gosh. I'm sorry. With all the other speakers here, um, was there any other casualties to announce? I'm uh, do you know that? Uh, let's see. Dude's Hole lost seven. Uh, you already know East Haven. Kirdinaval, uh lost about 20. Most of them hit in the castle, though. Kirkonig lost 50 people. As, you know, Trovis wasn't there to basically do anything. Terminal Line lost 100. Lonelywood lost zero. Everyone just hid in the force. So, there's no death, no casualties from the dragon attack. I thank you. I'm so sorry. For all the losses, I'm so sorry. Speaking of land. Leads forward. Well, um, uh, Speaker Nareth, uh, surely we have some money in the funds to start paying for this stuff. I know that a lot of this shit is probably going to be pro bono since we all have a lot of work to do in each of our towns. Nareth was like, well, yeah, we got plenty of money in there, and we'll use that to reimburse 
uh, you know, people that are working, etc. Because we can't have just the whole t economy, ten towns fall flat. And speaker Horace, what about you? You got, uh, what do you think you can do with selling gems to the south, somehow getting them down there? God, I don't remember his voice. Uh, yes, I can go south. He's an orc. Half orc. How's that? I will send some people to see what we can sell from the gems of from the or gems the or the the gem caves of Torline. We have a decent stockpile. All right, Kranich, you uh, you doing anything over there? Well, I'm staying hidden in my castle. Nothing happened there. We're fine. Well, is that it, everyone? Then, Pilgrim, is there anything you need for good meat? Um, this one has, from what this one remembers, enough of a stockpile to take care of good mead, and we suffered very few casualties. Uh, Pilgrim will kind of look at Lesser Gray, make sure that what he's saying is not entirely untrue. Yeah, he nods to you. Uh, good mead will take care of itself and, uh, devote, um, some workers and some mead and what we can to the towns nearby to make sure the rebuilding process continues. Well, then I guess we begin rebuilding. Um, please, Fire Walkers, let us know anything we could do for you. Um, obviously, you're free to stay in any of our ten towns. Obviously, um, on your on your travels, uh, I'm sure we'll we'll try and gather whoever knows anything, any has been any information about what you're looking for. I uh, will send that your way too. Um, Yes. Thank you, you're all true heroes. See, this is why you need a gavel, like I said last time. Mm -hmm. Alright, I'll walk outside. Follow? Yeah, follow. We regroup as a unit outside. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it looks like they're just kind of drawing together diagrams. It looks like they're just kind of like doing basically menial like numbers things now uh you would know that it's gonna be a long long day of just number grinding etc at the table well was not an encouraging meeting no also like how are we supposed to get the tribes to help these towns do anything yeah. how are we supposed to persuade them Should, yeah. shouldn't those speakers being so knowledgeable have some better ideas than what we're supposed to think of banding together this one thinks the speakers are doing their jobs they're looking for their constituents and they're looking after their own towns we are the expeditionary force that should be aggressive looking forward that means we gotta a find where the frost man is somehow mm -hmm. and b get a bunch of people to help us right along the way according to what the the prophecy of the paths told me yesterday that the Frost Maiden will be upon us sooner rather than later, especially since now the Ten Towns are weak. And 
Yes, you're exactly right, Skid. We must think and find a way to find the Frost Maiden, and also make sure that we have an alliance of the tribes, or at least try to reach out to them. Um, if they understand the dire situation, maybe we can help them in some way, as we have helped the Ten Towns. Uh, the only thing I think that's going to be harder to do than find the Frost Maiden is to convince Asar to help any living thing outside of his own self-interests. That's true. If that's what you, if that's what you believe, then why don't you just take over? He's strong. Yeah, he has uh, other friends besides us. And Drax doesn't believe me, but I had a fever dream that he's the chosen of Grumsh. Which he isn't. But he is. He, but he's not. But he is, Drax. He is not. He took it through blood and power. Barry. That's what I've been telling you about Grumsh. That's what Grumsh loves. More than anything. He knows what he's doing. He's watching us. I know he is. It's, it's not comforting. It's terrifying. No, it's beautiful and wonderful. <laughs> Barry is strong. Barry's strong. Oh, thanks, Trembler. You yeah. think he you think he can take the Frost Maiden then? It's not it's <laughs> shifting gears. Um no. Uh this one was suggesting about taking out the uh leader of the wolf tribe currently. But no, no, no. Point being we should head and explore. we have to get these options. We are not very useful in a rebuilding manner because we are only five of us. So Let's go out and find... That's, take the offensive. Yeah, we need a heading, though. That's why during the meeting, I kind of whispered to Barry. And I don't know if he wants to do it, but there's that, there's that spire. That's What is what is it? East of the Koenig? Yeah, Kirkonig, yeah. That's out in the wilds. The tribes patrol the wilds. East. We might find signs of them, or they might find us. What's, what's at this tower? I don't know. Yes, well, Barry, what is that this time? Yeah. What, what, what could ancient, be there? Uh, ancient stuff or something? Yeah, supposedly, uh, I've now had a few, uh, kind of creepy, ominous, uh, things point me in that direction, I guess. Supposedly, uh, some answers, uh, to my transformation could be there, I guess. We already know a guy turned you into it and died. No, no, like a solution. Like, it, I guess something on the top of that tower could change me back. Well, they could do that. Who knows what else they could do? do or you, what else they know? Well, wait, wait, wait. Barry, if we change you back to your elf form, which form would help us out more easily in our dilemma it's here? It's not for us to this. decide, Thrax. Yeah, it is for he, Barry to decide. To it's what he wants. All right, I'm just saying. This one suggests that we head east towards the tribes into the spire that Barry has seen. We look for... A magical means of finding the Frost Maiden? Maybe the Spire has those answers as well. Yeah, I mean, we say the word tribes, and then me and Drax have said, wolf tribes going to be fucking almost impossible. Okay? So the other tribes, the Goliath tribes, which I'm surprised came up today during the meetings, and then there's the Tiger tribe. Yes. I don't know what we would find if we ran into them. Ricky's mother. Which... We would kill her. Yeah, she is a witch. It's a tribe of uh, very so another difficult mean one. people. <laughs> yes, uh, killers. What's the other one? Those, those elks or something? Yes, the elk tribe. The bear tribe. Bear tribe. And uh, those are mysteries to us. Unite the tribes. Unite the tribes. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know you became a comedian, Pilgrim. You've been studying your quick fire from that guy. Oh. But Unite the tribes. <laughs> Come on, Grim. That's, that's, 
That's not going to happen. But we got a long way to go to the Spire, and in that time from now to then, maybe we come up with a plan about the tribes better than just unite the tribes. Maybe do stupid, super secret stealth well, assassin mission. But well, what's some, of a snake. What's something that could unite them? <laughs> the dead leader's head? I don't know. The fact that they're all going to die as the Frost Maiden comes yeah, down. Pretty good, actually. Pretty good. An yeah. existential crisis like none other. <laughs> you laugh at my suggestion and then start thinking of ideas of how it could happen. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I just was thinking if we're going to really try it, we should at least have a pretty good plan of how to do it. You can talk about it on the way. Yes. I'm pretty sure with how cold it is and how cold it's going to get. Okay. All the life forms in this area will be dead within five years, if not sooner. Only there was a charismatic bard <laughs> wielding a saber like none other upon the wings of the tundra flying high above to unite the tribes. Yes. A beautiful bard. Mm-hmm. Much like his mother did before. With a rapier in hand. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Some kind of digital electrical instrument running off arcane energy. It sings beautiful songs, convinces everyone to work together, and those who disagree get violently murdered. Slash their throats open. Take charge. Pull in leadership reigns through blood and conquest and beautiful charismatic words. If only we had someone like that. I, I, I can see it. Soaring into battle upon scales of frost, upon a white wyvern like none other. With... Mm with four beautiful companions, all with their own unique skill sets and different kind of powers. If only we had someone. I think I have someone in mind. Is it you? It's Ricky motherfucking Steve. (laughs) East. Let's head east. Yes, should be. Yeah, so you know that the... Alright, so some information about... Icewind Dale for you guys. Uh, let's see here. Uh, tribes boys, you guys know that the... What you've heard, like, Worm Doom and uh, Sky Tower. They're somewhere far to the east uh, in the uh, third th- of the world. Or spine of the world, sorry. So you know that they're in the mountain range somewhere. Is where they stay. Uh, you guys know that the... Did you fuck up the Spyrim, Skyrim reference? Yeah. <laughs> I did. Uh, Dewey of Kirkonig is the lost spire of uh, Netheril. That's what you guys have heard. Uh, you know that's basically dead straight north of Lonelywood. Uh, just slightly to the east, but basically north all the way along the Sea of Moving Ice is where Rebel's End is, the jail. Why would why would we know that? We have prisoners. This famous famous prison for all Faerun. But it is on the sea of moving ice. Mm-hmm. So you do have something up there that you do. There is there is a landfall up there. If you do travel towards the sea of moving ice, it's like there is there's something up there. At least the landmark that you guys know. Uh, let's see here. Kind of it. Should we go see if we can find uh, the cast of Honor Monks Thieves up at that uh, prison? Terrible. Let's head east. Yeah, perhaps. uh, How about this? We get whatever supplies we need, 
Crash here tonight, leave bright and early right before uh, sunset tomorrow. Crash here tonight? Yes, it's so early. Well, I guess it is early, but maybe we at least need to get the supplies. We could just we could get to Koenig today, and we can go into the tundra tomorrow. Yes, if, we, if we follow the roads, we can head over to East Haven and head north to Kerr Koenig. Then east along the way to your supposed tower that you'd like to visit, while still searching and keeping our eyes out for any uh, paths or signs of the tribes. Yeah, sure, as long as, uh, again, this could be a long journey, I think we should uh, yes, we'll, we'll, yeah. we'll make sure we got potions and whatever. We will. Whatever we need. Yes, we'll, we'll, we'll expedite that. East. It's bad fans of Rare Ed Studios. Thank you for listening and keeping the show going. If you want to help support the show, subscribe to our Patreon. Subscribe. Gain access to the Rare Ed Discord. Talk with other listeners and the Rare Ed crew. Talk Post funny us. pictures. Big Watch movies with us sometimes. Movies. Also, if you want to help us out, buy some sweet merch at RareEdStudios.com. Merch, merch, merch. All your support helps and keeps the show going. We appreciate you. You guys leave. You guys have just left the moot, correct? All right. Yes. Sorry, we took a second break there. Um, so you guys left the moot. Or that was our enough? first break, brother. And, well, I mean, a one-second break there. Oh. I don't know what I meant by that. Oh. Uh, you guys are standing outside the, the town hall, correct? Mm-hmm. Okay. And council hall. Yeah. Discussing among ourselves what kind of things we might need for. The journey's ahead. Uh, after having that discussion, I guess uh, the pilgrim will go to... Uh, are the speakers still at the place? Yeah. Yeah, he'll quickly walk over there and just inform them that the pathwalkers are planning on heading eastward as we were sort of talking and as an exploratory force uh, to try to unite the clans and seek out some ancient information, maybe to find the location of the Frost Maiden um, and request that they provide us, if they can at all, we know we're in Brin Shandir, a, a bleeding city, um, for um, axe beaks for us to ride upon, and then as well as any spare potions they might be willing to give us uh, healing potions or exploratory potions, um, ethers, phoenix downs, what have you. All right. Mm-hmm. So, what they suggest to you, um, they... They suggest that one, two, three, four, five, five of you guys. They suggest that rather than taking axe beaks, dog sleds are a way better choice because we'd be traveling over a lot of snow. Uh, three dog sleds would be able to carry all of you. Barry having to ride by himself, of course. <laughs> um, I'm running with Ricky. It's just three dog sleds. Our combined weight is like 120 pounds. And they're able to give you all... Uh, uh, a greater healing potion. Excellent. They give us dog sleds too? Yes. All three of them? Yeah, so they give Sick. you all three. Okay. So 144 plus four? One D- that's, that's a... 44 plus four. Yeah, yeah. That's what I thought, right? Oh, they said 1D4. Yeah, yeah, 44. Yeah, a single 44 plus four. You need a lot of food for the dogs? Yes, you do have to feed the dogs. Um, let's see here. 
Yeah, they travel about five to six miles per hour as they're pulling things. Nice. This kid's already in a bundle of the dogs once, once we see him. He's just <laughs> petting them, them and just <laughs> being in a. In so a how many dogs are there? Uh, so that'd be. Eight, uh, that'd be six, twelve, eighteen dogs. So eighteen whoa. dogs? Yeah. Shit. Huge pack of, of food. Buy a big bag of dogs. Skippy, you're jumping your bucky. Okay, we'll give you one nice. Are they the like huskies? Huskies, Malamutes, yeah. Greyhound mix? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Skids at the bottom of 20 dogs. Yeah. So, dogs are <laughs> talking with so them. happy. <laughs> dogs are too. Uh, they take a short rest after pulling us out for an hour. Uh, Ricky and uh, Pilgrim's dogs, they're all black. Every single one of them, jet black. Skid and Thraxes are blacker than their dogs. That's not true. Ours are actually blacker and have a little bit of a, a blue sheen to them as well, and they look cooler and they have red eyes. So ours look like they're just darker. Though. No, yeah, no, ours are still spikes. Ours are still out. cooler and they have spiky claws too, and they look like demon dogs, but they're really nice to us and only me and Ricky. Barry's dogs are just extremely chonky, <laughs> <laughs> with like massive necks and. Skid and Thrax have only schnauzers. Just tiny little gray. Dogs. <laughs> All right, yeah, you could have said that at the beginning. When we we win automatically. We have the coolest looking one. Ours are demon wolves. I don't know, DM. I'm sorry. They're dogs. Okay. <laughs> they all look dogs. Six of them pull each uh, dog sled, and then uh, yes, yeah, so you can they can pull the sled for an hour. Then they must take a short rest, and they can pull for another hour and do it. Uh, if you have them go past that, they start to gain exhaustion levels. When Thrax meets them, he will make them like try sitting and talking them with orc phrases. Uh, it doesn't understand orc. They understand common. <laughs> it's a fine. bold assumption. <laughs> I, I know, but that's how, uh, you know, in the tribe, you talk to the dogs in orcish. You mm. just talk to the dogs in orcish. You know? When I see a dog, I speak to it in Russian. Yeah. Hey. Okay. Uh. So you guys have your dog sleds, etc. Mm-hmm. And you guys are leaving uh, British Engineer now, right? Head east, along the east way. Then we'll head north, try to get to Koenig by tonight. If that's the plan. That is the way. Yeah, no, we have these amazing dogs. And we can make it there in one day. With Absolutely. Dogs. Yeah. With dogs, yeah. Okay. And you guys can walk that. That's not that bad. Okay. Yeah. As I see here, it's... uh to... Is it snowy out and cold? It's yeah, it's shitty. It's like negative 65 today. Oh my mm. gosh. But nothing coming down? No precipitation? Uh, No. Not really. Nothing. Yeah, Thrax, grab a hit of that wine before we get going. Uh, yes, here you go. As Thrax jumps off the sled, pulls out a cork, and lets you get uh, some of that. So you told they're going to just go right through uh, Caradinavel? Yes. All right, so you guys are riding the horse, or the horse, the mm-hmm. dog sleds for, let's see here, that'd be six and a half hours. Yeah, give them rest every other hour. Yeah. Skittle tend to them and give them all water and be affectionate and try to bond with them. <laughs> Thrax will tell Skittle, we should probably hunt extra food on this trip for them. Good idea, good idea. Uh, Alrighty. On, on the way, Jesse, Skid and Thrax will look for uh, any small to medium game to hunt down for uh, feeding the, the dogs. Okay, roll a d20. A critical 20. All right, yeah, you find like 20 pounds of small animal meat. 
when you know yep. from small hunting etc oh, okay find like 40 rabbits mm-hmm. <laughs> a den of them yeah probably like a large beaver or something that's know. an interesting way they were able to crowd the entire group of them well done yes it's uh this bait i got i've picked it up in british india good 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 let's give it to the dogs Yes. Yeah. You uh, you travel through Caradinville. Uh, luckily, your dinner's rest is still there. You travel along the north part of the city. Uh, it looks like the dragon had blasted into the uh, soft wall of the of the since Caradinville goes kind of goes up. It hit the soft wall. The almost all the houses in the front have fallen down into the water or broken as there was a massive landslide. In Koenig. In Dinnerville. In Dinnerville. Oh no. Let's pull that up so you can see it real quick. <laughs> so that circle is where the blast was on the soft side of the hill, etc. And those houses in the front that have a line through it all fall. That is a large portion of houses. You see the Black Knights kind of there helping out, some of them not at you guys. And you guys keep going right to Caracone. Give them a salute. There's some motion and sad music as we're driving by. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's sad. What's done is done. Now you guys head to Kira Koenig. See, there's a decent amount of destruction here as well. You guys coming from the south... Sorry, the t- uh, north... You come into the... You come into the town from the northwest part of the city. There we go. Uh, yeah, there's already even care there, but now the house is around that. Especially the speaker's house is all destroyed. Uh, to the south, you'll see a large swath of land near the uh, near the Lactinashir blasted across. Uh, some of the houses in the south are also destroyed. There are people walking around. Uh, they are basically you see them fixing up their houses, etc., burying the dead. Same thing you've been seeing everywhere else. Uh, uh, there was that bard, Hookler and Sinker, and then we helped those sisters. What was their name? Allie? Allie and Corey or something? At the Northern Light? We can see if either of them can put us up. Either Glenn and Hookler and Sinker, Allie and Corey at the uh, Northern Light. Yeah, and you'll we'll see if either of those establishments are, are still standing. Yeah, you see Fro- Frozen Fire Expeditions out there, is there. You know that... Uh, Atenas? Yeah, Atenas is there. And uh, they also they have provisions for dog sleds, etc. That's kind of their thing. Um, and you know that there's the, the mountain guide uh, Jarthra, uh, Shield Dwarf, that also lives there with uh, Atenas. That was the guy that we hired as a scout, right? Yeah. Corey and Allie are the two people at the Northern Light, the two sisters. Uh, and Glenn is the proprietor of Hook, Line, and Sinker. Uh, I guess Pilgrim will kind of... I'm assuming we're off the dog sleds, right? Cause is, is it evening? Do we make it there without an issue? Yeah, absolutely. You guys travel just main main roads. Um, then uh, I guess once we get there and kind of see everything, 
Uh, Pilgrim be looking out to see if there's anyone that's sort of like leading the operation to to repair. If it seems that they've already coalesced together as a town and uh, and appointed someone, but it just seems like it might be easier if uh, try to find someone who's leading the situation and let them know that we're here that we can help them out. Uh, if there is like someone who is you know kind of heading up, maybe one of those people you just mentioned, or you know someone who's sort of leading the way. Uh. No, you kind of see everyone in this town is kind of helping each other out. Uh, uh, you do remember that Travis was kind of a drunk, but like you know, he was more of a sheriff than a speaker. Everyone right. kind of just got along as they as they did in this place. But it seems like things are going. I mean, it's not like chaos. It's not anarchy. No. Oh yeah. No. It's like people are just helping each other rebuild. Cool. No, I'm not worried about it. I'll follow wherever people go. Go to go wherever. You see, like, uh, when you pass by a speaker's house, which is destroyed mostly, it looks like there's a swath of beam took out most of the building itself. Uh, and you see, like, kind of little effigies next to it. Uh, in the hope that, like, you know, there's, like, little trinkets for Trovis, etc. You're worried about them. I'll go walk up to one of them and cast Druidcraft and make a flower bloom. Where yep. the effigies are for Trovis. Alright. Uh, then you guys know to the east is the Hookland Sinker, Frozen Fire Expedition, and the Northern Lake. Uh, let's go to Northern Light. See if the. We just gotta rest, right? See if the speakers. See, or see if the sisters will put us up. Let's go rest. Yeah, good call. We'll head to the Northern Light. Alright. You guys head over to the Northern Light. Uh, same thing, the magic lantern that you guys have found is Correct. now hanging out front. The one that just like changes colors. You can see it just changing colors still out there. Nice. Blowing in the wind a little bit. Pop in. You see, uh... You see Allie at the door. Hello, hello. I'm so sorry. But the time was hit. We're so happy to see that your place is still standing. You've been putting up a lot of people. Corey's been cooking nonstop. Uh, you know how much she loves that. Um, I know it's a lot, but got any more room? For you, of course. We just need one night. You guys helped us out so much. Thank you, thank you. Do you, do you need anything? Any small things that we can help? Any they want soup! We want some soup, yeah, <sighs> yeah. Thank you, Ali, thank you. And then you can hear it, and she yells back, Yeah! <laughs> we'll be here until, uh, until early morning. If you or your sister need anything, just just let us know, okay? Sounds great, thank you. Um, yeah, we're just gonna be, we're just maintaining here. Um, have you heard anything about Trovis? Yes, I do have bad news on that front. Ah, uh, we believe he's dead. Somehow I figured that. He died valiantly, but and he kind of weakens his gaze. Grim has been saying that. We, we can't prove it, so maybe there is a little bit of hope, but like I said, we think he's dead. This one assumes the worst, that he's probably died a horrible death. Absolutely brutal. But, as Skid has just said, we are not sure. This one thinks it would be prudent to immediately put forth a temporary speaker, just to make sure that everything runs as it should in this town, and one can represent their own constituents. 
Might you have any suggestions? Well, I don't know. I think we're going to wait to see if, what happens with Trovis. Once we have word, then we'll start thinking about that. Can you at least appoint an assistant one in the meantime? Anyone? Glenn? That's somebody I know. This one knows. Well, I guess if anyone be... I don't know. Maybe a tennis? He's the most liked Trovis. A tennis? Yeah. Great. Uh... This one will be right back. Ricky, do you care to join? No, come along. Are you going to deputize him? Uh, that's the word for yes. Yes, what we call it. Yes, I'll come. That sounds fun. All right, you guys leave the Northern Light. Uh, the rest of you guys, you guys are going to hang out there. Get soup and go to bed. Mm-hmm. Okay. Hang out there. I uh, two head up to Frozen Par. Uh, just northwest of where you guys are at the Northern Light. Really only like... 500 feet away. You guys out there. Uh, inside, you see the old man. A tennis sitting in his chair uh, in the shop right by the fire still. Even though Pilgrim's quite advanced in age, we're talking like 60s, 70s, somewhere around there, he sees this old man, he shakes his head, he hates to deputize another old man. <laughs> uh, but he's he sighs and looks at Ricky and nods. He should be fine. Is he sleeping? Nope, he's just sitting there. He's got a blanket over his legs. Oh, gosh. Just rocking back and forth. This is the guy we used as bait, by the way. I know, I know. <laughs> he's, uh, he's like using, uh, he's he's working on a bow. He was great. A tennis. Yes, hello there. Uh, call this one what you will. Good to see you once again. This one has important news, though this one must be quick and hasty with the delivery of such news. Absolutely. You've been appointed to be the temporary speaker of Karakonik. This is not a choice. This is something blessed upon you by the powers invested in this one and Ricky Steele from the Ten Towns, and in particular the town of Goodmead. All right, what do I need to do? Lead the town and make sure that all things run with some sort of mm, air of consistency? You mean just keep doing what we've been doing? Well, yes, but if someone got, comes from you from the other ten towns, you should represent the constituents. Why is this so hard for everyone to understand? Trovis is gone. We don't really care about, you know, doing anything like that. We're far Repairing your town? Well, we are repairing it. We don't need someone to tell us what to do. We're doing it ourselves. It's just in case, you know, some other, some other speaker shows up and wants to make some kind of deal, you're going to represent everyone. That's fine. All right. I'm happy with that. Well, be seeing you. Yes, keep doing what you're doing. Storms out. Grim just throwing his hands up. I don't get... This one doesn't get these people. I don't understand either. <laughs> but they seem to be doing well enough, so... Fuck it. We'll head back. Alright, you guys head back to the Northern Light. Uh, you guys are gonna rest then? I'm going to eat some soup and take a rest. Alright, you guys take a rest. Wake up in the morning. Yes. No longer. I'm definitely gonna get at least like two hours of uh, working on uh, a Medusa that I'm putting on my chest. Absolutely. Oh, Medusa's head. Medusa head. Hold for now if you want. Short. Yeah. What is it? Uh. Do you want to see how it starts? Short. Only thirty. You're tattooing your own chest, so it's a little difficult. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but you know, it's going. Yeah. The line works a little shaky. For sure. It's like you're just kind of like looking in a mirror. Your 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 uh, 
I say you're getting used to tattooing backwards because the mirror reflects it the other direction, so it's kind of a weird sensation as you're trying to do it. Cool. Does it look like our friend, I don't want to name his name, but does it look like our friend's Medusa head he has on mm-hmm. his, okay, yeah. <laughs> right in the same area. Yeah. The mouth of the Medusa is the belly button. Nice. <sighs> you have an umbilical cord? <laughs> no. Or head? No. No. Hey guys, wake up. Uh, you smell more soup cooking, breakfast, etc. You know, smell of knucklehead trout stew. Um, I'm gonna cast Goodberry twice and give every dog a Goodberry. Alrighty. They are full and they have enough food for the day. Got it. Wow. As Thrax is filleting all the leftover preserved small game yeah probably gonna jerky that up mm-hmm. anything else you guys doing not your week no I don't think so sit in the corner and sit cross-legged and focus and some radiant energy and switch one of my spells but that's it Right, everyone switches up their spells, gets ready to do. What are you guys doing next? No. East? I don't know what to expect out there. It's time to head east across the tundra. Going out in the wild. Mm-hmm. In search of his lost tower. Gotta be prepared. Yes. To... We do just have east as our heading. Could get hairy out there. But yeah, skid tracks, you're good at tracking, right? You, you got good beepers for that stuff? Well, we have to be on the trail to start tracking, though, usually. We've got to find signs first. And then skid tracks take over. We'll be able to head east. We know which way is east. Yes. Uh, yeah. Maybe that's just a start. And do you have any further information, Barry, on where this tower might be located, what it looks like, uh, its physical presence, if there's any kind of magical aura around it, or maybe just a vibe check in general? Yeah, vibe check. I know it is an ancient, uh, arcanic tower, so I imagine... But, uh, do I, was I aware of any how the tower looks, or nope. just as far east of, of Koenig? Just due east of Koenig. Yeah, due east of Koenig. Spire, not tower. Spire. Just not, not clear with the... Okay. Not to confuse it with the sky tower that we just heard okay, about. Okay, sure. But yeah. Yeah, no, not a ton of information, but it is old, and I do appreciate you all coming with me. Yeah. Well, preferably catching several fish on the same hook. So, you know, you're here with us, and we're here with you. Appreciate it, buddy. You guys going out exploring to the east? Yeah, I think it might be time. Um, We don't have a shelter. We get caught in a blizzard. Are we ready? I got camping stuff. Uh, I guess Pilgrim's just looking all of us. I imagine that everyone's looking unsure about the direction. I don't know if I can read the room correctly, but that's what this one's thinking. And Pilgrim's going to uh, just kind of sigh and just say, give this one 10 minutes, 15 minutes. And um, he's going to take the other half of the gem that uh, um, Skid gave him and start drawing out the paths uh, with some chalk and put some incense down and then put the uh, 
jump in the middle of it and try to ask the paths to help lead them towards uh, the spire that Barry speaks of and cast divination as a ritual. All righty. Well, he's spending the 10 minutes to do that. Thrax will try to buy some like extra pelts and skins for building like shelters at night. We don't know how far east we're going, you know, and we don't have our house. Did you kill anymore. 20 pounds of food earlier? Imagine it's tiny little things. We need like so a bunch of squirrels to get. Yeah, I think we need. Yeah, like, you know that there's uh, frozen for expeditions. That old dude, uh, our tennis, he's a scout. You know, he hunts, and you know that uh, his friend with uh, his friend the uh, Jartha is also a hunter scout. We'll go get. We'll go to the expeditions uh, as rituals happening. Yeah, and just grab like tents. Well, we have tents, and we have we have gear. We'll have stuff to outfit our tents. So he's saying like large bear rugs to yeah, put on the top warmer. of our tents to add warmth to them, and like and maybe uh, stuff like that. We'll say, hey, Jarthra, Atinas, this is what we have. How can you make it better? Mm-hmm. Buy All some right. buy some pelts to throw over our tents and stuff like that. I'll get back to you guys momentarily. Yeah. There. Uh, what else? Are you, are you two doing anything? Ricky Steele? No, I'm just eating my soup. Yeah, just hanging out and eating soup. Yeah. All right. I'll just touch up the tattoo. I would actually be touching up the Mind Flayer Gnome one. Just a little, yeah. little Pokemon one. Yeah. All right. Yep, that's it. All righty. What's the exact question you want to ask, Pilgrim? Uh, the location of the spire. Cheers. Clinkies. Second yes. round clinkies. Let's clinkies. Second uh, round. Let's see, what, let's see what the path Cheers. has to say. The path? There's only one now? Yep. Oh, no. We went the right well, way. Well, the path is... I don't know. I'm calling it as a nebulous thing. It's and. a braided path. Ooh. Okay, once again, you hear the familiar chorus uh, as your path lights up. Your path emblem lights up and... Uh, <laughs> the jazz is spinning in the air as before. You see it kind of start to turn to dust and form a larger picture of the path. <laughs> that was awesome. Got any more beer to crack open? Yeah, we're really ruining a good description. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sorry. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Clean sweep. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. Sorry, okay, so the dust goes upward oh and forms. Oh, my gosh. The- it's kind of like you were- Welcome back. All right, let's settle. Do the cat's tail is gonna set on fire? Oh yeah. Oh, that's actually a good call. <laughs> his fluff ball at the end of his yeah. tail because he got a line cut. This is madness. Um, Hello. <coughs> the paths are the symbols forming in front of me with the dust. Yeah. So the dust of the the gem is flowing up into the paths again as before, and the multitude of voices you hear this. Twenty feet high, shining in Aurora's glow, shaped by magic. Deep into the ground the spire goes, a fitting grave for what used to reach so high. The distance east, slightly longer than your team of dogs. Two inhabitants stand, but are they truly standing at all? Cool. Oh, Recite this to uh, the party if they couldn't hear it. Um, Thank you very much. I appreciate that. Um, 
Well, we have at least something to go off of. And you guys, you're still in the room, Joel? Yeah. Uh, roll a perception check. Sure thing, really brother. As you st- actually, actually, you don't even need to. You stand up and at the end table uh, next to your beds in this room. Do you see something familiar there? That's a little ice dagger just wisping up into the air. Mm. There's a note there in an envelope. I don't know if I should have saved this motherfucker's life, but I'll go read that note. Inside the note, there are these. You want to pass these around? Oh, no. <laughs> uh, Jesse just passed uh, some rings around. Joel, how many, wings, how many rings are you wearing right now before you put this one on? <laughs> yeah. Three before, the, three before this one that is an owl that I'm putting on that and is a, very, And very a two-inch thick cool. gold chain. <laughs> yeah. And that's that's a, huckleberries. Wearing an almost an Aztec drug dealing outfit. Yeah. Oh, I'm cool whoa, as shit. Whoa, whoa, These are sweet. Jesse just passed out some rings that look like owls. They have owl eyes and a beak, and mine's blue. Is your all's blue? Mm-hmm. The eyes are, yes. Okay, yes. well, I'll say Joel's putting the fi- the ring on. The pilgrim is not yet. Um, Do you read the note? Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm read the note. Uh, the note simply says, A simple gift for my friends. The option's always open to join me. A gift from her herself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, are you all watching? Is is the rest of the crew watching? I think mm-hmm. uh, you're, skin, these two are eating soup. You're basically the only one yeah, in the room. So, Anthrax went to the expeditions. Mm-hmm. Guys, I don't like doing this. Pilgrim's gonna pocket those rings, not touching. Try not to touch them and not tell you all. Uh-huh. Oh. Give them back, everybody. Oh. No, 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 no. You're fine. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> you're not giving them to us. We can't take them. Yeah, you can. No, 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 no. Okay, fine. I'm collecting the rings again. <laughs> Mine's still on though. I've got four no, rings. You can't on wear. Now. You can't wear. You, well, so you're gonna you're gonna carry them though. Uh, yeah. Um, you're gonna carry them. I guess I'm gonna do the most uh, uh, like obvious thing and just do an Arcana check on them. I hate to just say it like that. But magical. You know yeah, 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 yeah. I'll give you three guesses. <laughs> I'll give you three guesses what their effect is. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just going to pocket all of them and be like, oh, God. <laughs> um, <laughs> I love that. I, I have to, man. I like that. That's, those are such bad news. If things go really south, we'll join her. Clearly, these are things to join the yep. Frostmaiden. Following your path, getting your options obfuscated. Yep. <sighs> I don't like doing that. Yeah, I don't happened. trust Thrax yeah, with one of those things. <laughs> I was going to put on right away. <laughs> Deviation. Like uh, you guys uh, who are at uh, Frozen Fire Expeditions, uh, Artanis and Jartha are there. Um, hey, guys. So we've got these four camping tents. We're going to go out. We need... I mean, we're going to be out in the wilds. We're going to have to camp up. We might get in with the blizzard. And we got 18 dogs. So I need things like heavy furs that I can throw on top of the tents, maybe even a, a place, and I have a pocket dimension where I can keep stuff in storage, so storage space isn't a problem either. Well, for starters, you're going to want to, you know, um, keep yourself warm. So, yeah, it's a furs, definitely the furs. You're going to use them as blankets, 100%. You want to stay low to the ground, maybe dig out a hole even, so that the wind can't come in under your tent. Great. Uh, here, and rather like, come on out back, I'll show you. Jatra, I will follow you. And also, are you available to guide us? 
We'll pay you the same, same I, uh, rate as we had last time. I don't really know a lot oh. that goes out east. Oh, you just go to the cannon back. You tell us that. Yeah, you but, um, that. I mean, if you, if you want to take a look out there, I mean, Helen's Cairn's a thousand feet in the air. You probably see a lot from the top of that thing. That's an interesting idea. We hadn't thought about that. But a I thousand feet high, reach it, probably the tallest thing in the, everything going east until you hit yeah. The Red Crater, the Red Glacier. Very interesting. I will tell my companions that when we uh, get together. If we go that way, would you be interested in going with us? Since that's your normal route. I can guide you to the, the current, too. You can go. stay with the dwarves if you wanted to. Same uh, thing as last time. Sorry, um, to inter- sorry to interrupt. But he'll dig like a little, he'll show you how to set up a tent. Basically, dig like a little trough. And then I like, kind of stack snow onto the sides of the tent so that no air can get in. Uh, and then you basically... Skittle scoff at him and, and look at Thrax, but really be like, oh shit, I didn't know that. <laughs> uh, he'll also be like, well, you can also, if you want to carry around these since you don't have space, uh, he'll have to sell you some portable little, little tent heaters that you use, use wood for. So you, if you had wood, you could uh, basically basically take a hole that he has this t- the hole in the top of the tent and you stick like a little pipe out. It's all made of uh, very lightweight metals uh, from the dwarves. And uh, it's just basically like looks like a, a a coffee can for our our reference, I'd like the Toll House big one. I'd love to buy several of those, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you buy four of those, I'm imagining, since you have yes. four tents. All right. And uh, you know he has like some bundles of wood too that you'll need to keep it going. Excellent. And furs that we talked about earlier, we'll take those too. Alright, so. Uh, and uh, some rations. Um, we got 18 miles plus 6 miles um, equals. Um, 24. That many rations times a couple days? Maybe a week, just to be sure. 10 days, just to be sure. I always take more, uh, at least a day's more than you think your trip's going to be. All right, then, then let's say uh, two ten days. All right. So they start putting together like a bunch of jerky, uh, basically non-perishable foods. Yeah, uh, just Jars, jars of pickles, etc. I don't really need those. I can cast magical good berries that sustain your stomach for a whole day. Yeah, okay. No big deal, Mr. Artinus. Have you had one before? A what? A good berry. I have an extra one. I have not had one. I don't even... Hey, try it. Yeah, try it. I handed one of my last good berries. Uh, how do they taste like? Um, They look like raspberries, but they taste like Takis when you bite into them. <laughs> spicy. <laughs> <laughs> spicy and weird. I was thinking, thinking they're like a gusher. Yeah. Yeah. And it gushes out with... <laughs> Taki you know? flavor? Taki flavor with some spice. <laughs> That's gnarly. <laughs> yep. It came cannon four minutes ago. So they'll give you furs. They'll give you uh, what looks like wool quilts that'll keep you warm at night. Uh, he also explains like you might want to carry this if, since you have all the space. Suggests that uh, he basically has these like low, uh, what looks like little low collapsible beds made of wood. Uh, he's like, yeah, you don't want to have your body on the ground. You want to keep that warmth under you. So put down furs on the bottom of this, which basically just looks like a. It's like a, basically it looks like the table here, but short down to the ground, and then there's cloths and stuff that so you lay on. It's like a little collapsible, the collapsible cot. Give us all the things we need. Thank you. This is exactly what we need. It'll cost twenty gold for all that. All of it. Mm-hmm. All right. I'll give him forty. 
<laughs> Jesus. 100%. <laughs> well, thank you, boys. Just, you know, and that, that's just uh, an extras for Jothra's down payment if we do go to the can. Sounds good. I'll probably I'll wait for you guys and we'll s- t- till you decide what you want to do. Thank you guys very much. Uh, uh, do you have any like merch for their shop? Merch? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you guys work on adverts, you know? Yeah, right, welcome to this. Name out a t-shirt with your name you, on it. You looking for like a patch? Yeah, or a shirt. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, hold a on. A coaster. <laughs> I heart care Koenig. This place isn't in the bag. All right, they have they have a a walking stick, uh, pin. You know the things that go on walking sticks. Take six of those. <laughs> They'll give you those for free. Those throw that on. It's a thing. Do you sell walking sticks? And it's like uh, it says like frozen fire expeditions. It's like a little diamond shaped one. Mm-hmm. It says frozen fire expeditions around the top, and there's what looks like a mountain, which is Calvin's Cairn, and under it is a couple towns, and it says Carcona. On the bottom. Yeah, we get that and a stick for the pilgrim. Then we'll head back. And a walking stick. Mm-hmm. Head okay. back to where they were hanging. Yep, they're hanging at the Northern Light. You guys are there eating soup. Pilgrim comes downstairs. You see these two guys eating soup. I'm tattooing the eye of one of these Medusas on my belly <laughs> with a mage hand. Hey, Pilgrim, uh, I don't know how your talk went, but we got this for you. It's a stick. Yes, with this look, look, it says the store we went to. He looks at his own uh, quarterstaff that he's had since level one, the beginning of the campaign, and then he does uh, a look at Thrax, and then a look at the new staff, and then a look at the old staff, and then a look at Thrax, a look at the new staff that happened several times, and he just immediately drops the old staff and grabs the new one. It says, this one thanks you from the deepest depths of this one's heart. Of course. This one will help this one walk the path. Yes, it's a little longer than that other staff. It'll look good with you. And it has a little souvenir thing on it. Yes. That's what, that's how, that, so you know where it came from. <laughs> so we can never Care forget Koenig. this town. Karakonig. <laughs> yeah, it's like a little, it's like a little metal uh, album that's like pinned into the wood. Yeah. yeah. It's very touristy, though. It's a souvenir, right? <laughs> oh, no, no. It's like it's if you have a hiking stick and you, all the places you visit, you get like little pins for it to show where you've traveled. Yeah, souvenir bullshit. It's a souvenir. Yeah, I suppose yeah. so. Uh, We're going to get you another one. From <laughs> each town? It seems like we should have done this earlier. <laughs> now we have to go back to each town, including good meat. Um, yeah, uh, Pilgrim will just sort of describe to people that, well, this one thinks that the spire that we search for is further to the east and might be even further than the dogs can take us. Um, we actually... While we were getting supplies, and we got a bunch of supplies, everybody will be set there. If we ever need to go out there, we're good. We're set. But those guys said, remember when we went to Calvin's Cairn? Calvin's Cairn? Calvin's Cairn? Remember? Yes. It's really high, and you can get vantage point and look out and maybe see other stuff. It's probably a wise idea. Let's head there, this one thinks, personally. Um, DM, can I also say that I grabbed that dagger? Uh, it melts. Oh. As is traditional. Crap. Yeah, some, I can, uh, some provide... zero shit. I can provide light, but I, mean, I don't have the best peepers for, uh, Kelvin's, but, uh... Uh, That's a good, I, good I idea. Hired a, I hired a guy. Jothra, the same one we had. I don't know if you met him. Were you with us yet? That yeah. was when we went to Wolves, yeah. And we left him out to dry, and he did a great job. Oh, yeah. Uh, he yeah. ran home. 
Yeah, but he was bait for a second, and he did an admirable job as bait. And survived. The best bait. You can use it twice. Um. Yes, he's worth his penny in gold. Yes. Uh, well. Yeah, he's ready. And we got dog sleds and equipment. We can go to the cannon. Do you have any answers, uh, uh, Pilgrim, from your long... From your dust storm? Yes. From no. The path. Oh, okay. So we don't, yeah, so if we don't know where it is, then maybe we do go to the cannon. All right, let's, uh, let's move, friends. Skiddle. Unless you know of two inhabitants that stand, but... Uh, Skittle and I Habits? both stand. Never mind, I nothing like at all. Let's swimming. move right along. Skittle stealthily try to grab uh, Grim's first staff in the bag of holding. Just so he still, so he still has it, because he needs some momentum. Okay. You should grab you should, that. You should put in the like, bracing on your leather armor. Destroy it? No, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> make this is make like hook armor, yeah. Do that. Is this the? This isn't the one with the, the, ice. The fuck the devil people, right? The people that worship the vistas. No. That's Care Devil. Okay, I always, I always get them confused. Because it sounds kind of like Care Devil. This is where you guys uh, did the Durgar <laughs> Fortress. Yeah, yeah, where we went to the <laughs> north the up, valley that we went then, through. Yeah, yeah, northwest of here is. Uh, Calvin's Cairn, which yeah. is where the valley dwarves are. Yeah, and then we headed yeah, so that's where we're going down right? into the ground no. to where this where the dwarves live over yeah. there, and then up is the top of the mountain. Okay. So where yeah. are we going? Are we going to what? Um, either the Cairn to get a vantage point. I'd say the Cairn, mm-hmm. and friends and the tracker, and then. It'll give us a waypoint to head east towards the spire, or maybe even see other things that we wouldn't think we would see. All right, all right. And Pilgrim is carrying five of these rings on his person. In his pocky. Oh, no. <laughs> all right, you guys head towards Frozen Fire Expedition. They're waiting for you. They're kind of just doing stuff outside. Uh, so, Jato, I just kind of hitting. Hitting some, uh, basically pelts and put them on the side of the building where the wind's not blowing. And kind of just, like, stretching them out. Alright, Jothra. Ready to hit the road. We're going. Alright, let's do it. You want to jump on our sled? Uh. Since Skid weighs less than everybody else, you know. It's alright, I can take my own. Oh, cool. Whoa. And kind of barred up the the dogs. Nods at you guys, and you guys take off to the north. Skid and Thrax ride together. Ricky and Graham ride together. One of our dogs has uh, the barrel around its mouth. No, it doesn't. It's the St. Bernard. It doesn't have that. I got a rescue dog. <laughs> yeah, you're on. Jartha's dog has that in the front. Damn it. Overruled by the DM. <laughs> you guys start heading towards the north. The same way you guys, you guys are familiar with this, uh, basically this path. Uh, there you know that uh, you're heading toward where the shield doors are. Alright. Pull this up real quick. There we go. So you guys head out north from, these, from the town of Karakonig. 
travel across the lava tundra, you're heading a little, and then you start to go west. Uh, it's a familiar path. Jarthar has done passes a lot of times, and you eventually come to the same place that you saw, which is um, the valley next to Kelvin's Carn, where, you know, if you go down, uh, that's where the entrance to the dwarves are. Right up here. This is where we split. This one thanks you and uh, wishes prosperity upon your dwelling. Any advice for what we're getting into? Well, let's see here. There's, um, it's a, it's a fairly difficult climb. Um, there are parts, uh, there's a couple, there's an actual switchback. Um, that's, you know, can go take you down in the valley because that can also get you up a little bit. Um, the highest point is Brunor's climb. It's a 15 foot high column of stone that has a vantage point that you can see all the way to Termaline from there. Uh, see, the mountain always was capped with snow and ice, even though, you know, even during the summer, back before this. Um, but this is really the only peak within within a thousand miles. How many times have you summited it? I did once. Once? That's it? It was when, uh, let's see, it's quite ages. It's been a long time. Uh, You're coming with us, right? No, he said this is where we split. You're a tracker, and you're going to leave us at the foot of the climb? It's been a long time since I've climbed mountains. Yeah. That's why you should do it. It's been so long. That's... I don't know. That sounds kind of the opposite of what I was thinking. Is it dangerous? Are you afraid? Well, of course it's dangerous. It's climbing mountains. Are you afraid? Not afraid. I just have a lot of things to do in my oh. life. Today. Let the man go. <laughs> Can we lose our lives? <laughs> <laughs> he has a path to walk. Let him walk his path. Our path leads upward. We're going to climb our path. Okay, jeez. Okay, let's go. Let's uh, get to take the lead. And head uh, up. Start climbing. Try to navigate the most useful path and least dangerous. Alright, so you guys are heading up. Do we have to uh, curb the dogs? The sounds, yes. the sounds uh, like dogs wouldn't be able to make he'll it. Tell you, he'll tell you that he'll watch the dogs in the Dwarven settlements. Cool. Down below. And depending on uh, visibility and amount of light, <clears throat> I'd cast a light on my bracers as well. If if needed. Yeah, you guys are going to be climbing a mountain. Alrighty. So you guys leave the dogs with the with uh, Jartha. And you begin towards up the valley to the Kellen's Cairn. Since Skid is leading us up the climb, I'm going to cast Guidance on him. Alrighty. Thank you. I pat him on the back and just quickly trace the sign of the paths on his back shoulder blade and let him lead the way. 
We walk the paths, we walk the paths, we walk the paths. He watches over us. Yes, he does. He watches over us. It's a great man. Hey, you see kind of this uh, lower part of the cairn. Uh, you see, you know, some footprints. Looks like the doors kind of come up here. They do They do some work. Uh, you guys would know that they would take down, like, so maybe some heavier rocks or they bring snow down to melt for water, etc., etc. Uh, as you guys begin up, comes climb. That's pretty uh, pretty simple at first. Again, a bunch of switchbacks. They're just basically just walking upwards. Uh, as you reach, uh, is a switchback what I think it is? Yeah, it's like zigzagging up up a mountain. Okay, yeah, so it's like not too. Uh, you're not going vertical. I've never heard that before. It's very cool. You guys uh, begin hanging out. Uh, this, you reach the first point, uh, it would look like this area would be used for basically base camps, etc. Because of its low, kind of flat flat area uh, outside of, like, say, avalanche ranges or anything like that. Uh, you know, it's a lot of outcroppings that would act as natural windbreakers, etc., etc. Everyone roll a perception check. Okay. It's snowy. Nope, it's clear. I will not roll my snow die. Oh, six for Barry? 18 for Skid. Perception. Oh, seven for Thrax. I got a 16. 15. All right. So Skid, Pilgrim, and Ricky. Um, it's the Howling Wind. Uh, you kind of hear some uh, You hear some dogs barking. They sound like dogs? But they sound like wolves. They sound like dogs. They're howling a little bit. Not our dogs. Whining. Our yes. dogs? Not yours. You guys hear those? Are going to be wild dogs? This, those aren't us. It's not coming from base. Yeah, maybe it's those wolves. No, no I, don't, I don't think it's a wolf. Howl? I think it's a dog barking. Either way. Drive. Drive. It could be the drive. Anyway, what direction is it coming in? Uh, it is just due like a little bit west of you. So not like you guys are in the base camp area. So it's, this is a big flat area of the the cairn. Uh, Skid, you're good at speaking with the animals. Perhaps you can speak out and yell like a wolf. See if they say anything back. It, it might be better to go by unnoticed. Uh, Maybe. Well, this is scouting, right? Dude, I could just fucking fly up this motherfucker and pull back. Yes. This one likes that idea? Yeah, go for it, buddy. Let's stay down here, hide amongst the rocks and snow. We get separated and I get hit by something and I'm going to be all alone. We can't... You still got your shell phone? I can take it. Yeah, sadly, uh, no, uh... Looks like, uh, Sevic, uh, has our, the other Culture's one. cut. <laughs> yeah. That's perfect, actually. You're good to keep relying on him, though. perfect. At least we got it. Maybe. Give him a call and say, thank you for the rings. What rings? What Just are you, are you metaphorical about? rings. Maybe tonight. Well, give him a ring, yeah. Well... Um... Maybe you check things out, you just stay safe. Don't go too far. DM. Yeah, yes. As a druid, as a person familiar with beasts, as a person who studied raven movement, XYZ, whatever, knowing the 
length of the hike in terms of a thousand foot summit and knowing the speed of an owl or a raven or another bird, would I be able to determine how long it would take uh, to get to the summit as a flying creature? Yeah, what's the fl- flying speed of animals? Uh, we're, we're in the 60 foot area. Yeah, a thousand divided by 60. So as a droid who can transform for four hours, I would, I would, within my realm of wit, have the have the reasoning to think I might be able to make the summit and make it back. Yeah, I mean, you're traveling sixty feet. A, so yeah, a 60, t- 60 like, feet around with an action dash. I thought it would take a couple minutes for you to get to the top. Yeah. Then, I will say to everyone, okay, just uh, like Drax said, I can be loud. So if you hear an alpha wolf cry, that means I'm in trouble and I fell and whatever, whatever. But hopefully I can take a little bit of this risk away from this expedition with, uh, you know, some of these new things I've been thinking of. Give me two howls right in a row. Two? Yes. You want me to do it right now? No, 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 yeah, no. two howls in a row. Yes. Back to back, sharp, high pitch. Yes, you like know. Like we used to do. Whoa, whoa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then Skid will step forward, and uh, he will... Kind of hold his hands close to his chest, cross them a little bit, and focus on himself. And instead of being a disgusting and freaky and creaky transformation, instead of he just kind of echoes this light, white, radiant light from the center of his chest outward. And his body kind of shrinks slowly into itself until it becomes a snowy white owl. And, um,. Like I said, it's not gross or disgusting. It's kind of nice and serene and bright and light. And then he'll take off. And uh, owls are tiny, for your reference. And they have skills in perception and stealth. And have dark vision at 120 feet. And have advantage on keen hearing and sight smells. Checks. So he will attempt for the first time ever to scout as a flying creature. At the top of this summit. Alright. You start flying upwards. Uh, as you circle up uh, to the west of your party, you see two tents, tents pitched in the snow. You're an icy outcropping, and you kind of see the dogs there barking. I see an overturned sled, and the dogs still harness to the sled. But you are continuing your way up. Do do do. You continue upwards. Uh, you see a group of mountain goats. They're kind of hopping around. Uh, they're in a large rock formation, perched. You see an area about 100 feet up the mountain. You see an area that is a glistening white expanse of packed snow. Uh, you would know that. You know, when stuff looks like that, it's easily triggered for an avalanche. Uh, let's see here. You want to roll uh, perception? I would love to. Um, 24 as an owl. 24? With advantage, yes. Ooh. Uh, on a steep snow-covered incline down with jagged rocks, you notice uh, 
humanoid laying face down in the snow with cold weather clothing on. This is above the avalanche um, trigger? Yes. Okay, continue to ascend. Uh, uh, yeah, you see, it, the climb is fairly perilous up this high. Uh, so, you know, this would be a challenging climb from what you're seeing as from bird. Uh, up ahead on your left, as you're going up the mountain, you see a 15-foot high, 10-foot wide cave mouth. There's a bunch of blood on the snow some distance from the cave entrance. Wait, blood at the entrance of the cave? Yeah, bloody yeah. cave. Snow distance from the cave entrance. Is this much uh, a greater height than where we would start? This yeah, you're probably at like 800 feet. Okay. Um, he's going to keep on his scout eyes, not investigating the specific things, just continuing to summit. Alright, and then, uh, so you see that, there's a frozen cave, and then you see what looks like a ruined camp, and then you reach the peak of Kelvin's Cairn. Shit. I'll do a flyby, a circle of conquest, and, uh, is it, uh, Cloudy skies? No, it's clear today. Um, does a 360 view from the top of the summit reveal anything? Yes. And I'm wild shit, but you keep my real quick. keep my in score, so I still know I'm looking for something when I'm up there. Yeah, I see here. You can. You can see a uh, termaline decently. Uh, you kind of realize that uh, Dwarven Valley almost has like a stretches long enough to reach basically termaline, so you'd see that that is a way to get here easily, termaline, and then uh, and also to get to targets easily, you could probably go through the Dwarven Valley as well uh, in terms of directional notice. Uh, out to your east. Uh, you see a lot of tundra. You see what looks like packs of animals running through. You see some uh, humanoid forms. It looks like some camps perhaps out there. Um, but nothing specific from this length of distance. And then roll another perception check. Come on, baby. That one's not as good. It's a 15. Uh, yeah. yeah, you're not sure of anything out too far more east of that. Okay. But you can see Karakonig in the distance and Karadinaval. And it looks like uh, you're looking hard east. Are you going to try and fly away from the area? Um, sure. Sure, sure. All right, so you're getting roll, roll perception again with advantage. That's good. That's a 23. Okay. Yeah, you can see with the the Aurora Borealis thing going on, you kind of see a glimmer far to the east of Karakonig. You have a general idea where something is out there that looks like a structure. Okay. Just clock it in my mind once I turn back into a goblin to be able to mark it on a map. And uh, Skid will head back down to the rest. 
He's not going to get close enough to inspect any of these landmarks and just try to get back to the group. All right. You do that. Um, as he's landing, he pops out of his owl form. You guys getting up to anything while I was gone? Oh, no. Nope. Okay, you guys. Um, hello. That was amazing, by the way. It was amazing for me. I'm sorry. I'm just having so much joy. There was some stuff on the way up. There's dogs were either like bound or hurt or something. There was upturned stuff. And then there was some mountain goats. And then there was this, this like sport that was like white and icy that maybe if you took a wrong footfall, like it would be an avalanche or something. It looked bad. And then I saw this dead human. He was kind of hidden, but he was face down and he had some cold clothes on, but he was still, still dead. And then it was the ruined camp. And then um, there was this bloody mouth cave. And then there was the peak. Which I circled a couple of times in conquest of the wolf tribe um, for us, just so he claimed it. And I looked out west and I saw Tim Line, I think, a little bit. And I looked out east and I saw some humanoids following some animals. I couldn't pin it down, but I could give you a general direction. And I saw way out east, just where you said, of Kirkonig, a little glint that looked like a structure, might be a tower, might be a spire. But that was my first um, scouting mission as a flying beast. So that is Skid's report. Thank you. Well done, buddy. Yeah. Good job, Skid. That section of the mini-map being unlocked is so nice. Thank you. Thank you. This one thanks you, Skid. You look beautiful flying. Thank you so much. Should we head to the structure? That's that's a ways. That's a ways, 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 ways. But um, yeah. Let's go help those dogs. We we could do take care of that real quick. That was the first stop. They were barking dogs, Grim. Whatever you all want. The dogs. Let's get the dogs. See what happened. Can we go? Can we take care of that real quick, guys, before we leave? Yeah. yeah fine. Yeah. No problem. Mickey. Well, it's not like we have them anything. You want to leave dogs tied up here, stuck? Uh, no. He's watching what we're doing. You can't just do that. It's fine. All right, let's go take care of it. At least it's, it's not a high climb. We don't have to like scale anything. No, this was the closest landmark. It's just gonna be to the west, just a little bit. All right. We'll have to get. We'll have to hike a little bit. It won't be the comfiest. But we can save some dogs. Don't want to leave them chained up. Let's go. Let's go. We leave to go west towards the dogs. Oh, right, yeah, you crunch along the snow, uh, kind of at the base of this mountain, uh, and you kind of just pile through there. Then you see in the distance the two tents pitched in the snow, and you see a, bunch, a couple dogs there, five dogs. Uh, and they are stuck to a sled that is overturned, and they're still harnessed to it. Skittlecast mm-hmm. path through a trace on all of us. And we'll attempt to sneak up to the tents. The tents first. Yeah, uh, the dogs Peaky. are right by them. Um, the dogs start whimpering when they see you guys walking up. Kind of looking at you guys. Try to peek into the tent. Uh, tents just have like regular stuff, just like a bedroll. Nothing crazy in there. They're empty. Yep. 
move towards the dogs and try to upturn their sled. Yeah, they kind of like are licking your hand and shit like that. They want to be let out. Strax yeah, uh, helps. On the sled, there are two small crates. The one is empty. It looks like the dogs broke into it and ate whatever was inside. Good boys. And the other one has uh, enough rations to feed four people for three days. Well, grab those rations. We should we bring these dogs with us? Yes, absolutely. All right. Another uh, sled. Uh, we could take this extra is it, stuff. Is it damaged beyond repair? Yes, it's damaged. Oh, okay. okay. Um, Can I even fix this real quick or no? It's not my uh, forte, really. No, I'm just taking the dogs off there. Right. You know, start chopping at the restraints. Let's get the dogs out of this contraption. Yeah, they all pop off. And then, uh, okay, thank you guys. We can head, head back down. That's what you think. Uh, you saw everything else. Nothing else worth checking. There's definitely stuff worth checking, but, like, not worth the time or the risk or any of it that it's going to take. What about that bloody cave? There's probably cool stuff in there and the monsters to kill, yeah. I remember that skeleton we saw inside the cave. Yeah, what about it? It's pretty cool, maybe. But it doesn't help us. It's just it just is a risk. Okay, okay, okay. The end of the path is something that we already saw. You remember the last time we tried to climb something extremely steep and difficult? Yeah, my ex died. Yes, we got hung. Yeah, that's true. There was an avalanche that I did not cause whatsoever at all. Okay, fine. Then we stay down here, we leave. Hey, you guys oh. leave the uh, <laughs> leave Colin's car. Do the dogs follow us? Yeah, I do. Uh, looks like they're kind of like pawing at the thing, looking for food. They're like a little hungry. I'll pay him. I'll give him the <laughs> pay him five gold. <laughs> <laughs> pay him gold. The uh, food we just saw. I'll let I like, him I like the idea yeah. of instead of feeding a dog, you pay a yeah. dog. I'll throw a couple coins at it. The food we just found, I'll, I'll give them free reign. It. It's a transactional relationship. Yeah, they'll, they'll greedily eat the food, uh, and they'll munch it down. Um, Drax, can you get the jug? Do you need any water? Boy, what do you already do, babe? I did wine. Shit. Yes. Do you some wine, then? No, I, I don't think dogs can have wine. Oh, okay, grapes or something? Do they look thirsty? Uh, yeah, they look like they've been out for a couple days. I'll cast level one create water oh, in like guys. a little ditch area or maybe like some snow where there's like a lower level and just just they can drink some. Yeah, they're gobbling, they're drunk, drinking it up. And then we'll make our way back to our dogs. And um, how is this? Is this evening? We 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 hiked to the cairn, or I guess we we rode to the cairn. Yeah, it wasn't that far. It's maybe, probably midday. Uh, Fellas, are we are we just getting back out in the tundra, heading towards the spire east? Might as well. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Sure. That's what we'll rock with, and uh, those dogs can come with us if they want. They can run alongside of us. Time, time, time up to berries. Uh, no, don't time up. They're kind of like walking along, like kind of like yeah. you know, biting on each other. They all know each other. It looks like they're heading west through the valley. Goodbye, uh, guys. They, oh, they just leave. <laughs> get them, give them rubs and beds. See ya. Wait up. Uh, Alright. You think they'll survive? They have no chance in the game. <laughs> Twenty minutes ago. It'll be fine, they're going through the valley. It's okay. Mm. I hope the dwarves treat them nice. Yeah, so they run off through the valley and you guys head east. Uh you guys know you'd have to go east. It looked like probably about twenty miles. Yeah, um, Skittle grab the map we have and try to uh ballpark 
uh, vicinity and make a little etching on it in Druidic and and just where the the, the two things he saw. Yeah, you'd see like if you because from where you could see Karakona, they look almost in line with each other. Do east of Karakona, perfect. Onward. Onward. All right, the party gets the dogs together. You guys get on your sleds and you head out into the tundra wilderness. You guys, uh, on top of your dogs, you start gliding out. There's a lot of, uh, it's basically not a lot of features, you notice, almost immediately. Um, to the south, you can kind of see Karakonig, far to the south of you. Um, but you do see, looks like a lot of almost hills in the tundra, but mostly flat land, soft snow. Uh, and you know that whatever must be out here is trained to be out here. The, without any semblance of protection from the wind, etc., you realize the wind gusts here make it feel closer to like negative 80, negative 90 degrees. Um, and the brisk winter wind hits your faces as you travel on top of these dogs. Pilgrim feels the negative 90 winds and thinks, ooh, that's brisk. That's brisk, baby. Yeah. Let's get a lead in the direction that he... Thanks from his flight at east. Barry, pull, Barry pulls his head into his shell for some of it. So you're just like an Ushanka with little eyes mm-hmm, popping like out the, of it. The, yeah. Exactly, the Ushanka filling the hole where the head is. And he's thinking to himself, he's like, man, I'm, I'm going to miss this for him. <laughs> yeah. It's like a moment. All right, yeah, you guys continue to trip west. You guys are stopping for the dogs to rest. Let's see here. You would say, uh, given from what Skid saw in the air, uh, after you guys have stopped, like, probably about ten times, uh, you notice that's starting to get dark. So you travel about ten miles into the wilderness. All right, everyone. Hello, we're gonna rest up. Start taking out the uh, tents. Oh, I guess we'll travel for a little bit longer until, with the intention now of finding a good place to camp. Whether that's flat ground, whether it's finding something with a slight plateau so we have a back to us, finding somewhere where the wind caverns away from us so we can have a fire things yeah, like I mean, that you, uh, small little dip like a small yeah. valley that we can maybe kind of use to pr- from protection from the wind lower sea level ground yeah mm-hmm. Just yeah it's, it's pretty pretty flat you do see some hills that you could be like building next to it's the first sign we get of a positive thing but uh we'll at up. this point like it is pitch black uh mm. you guys can't see more than if you if you have night vision sure but people who don't have light cannot see like anything um so I could get a bonfire while we set up, but that means eyes are on us. Predators are on us. Predators come out at night. We just try to do the best, set up with our tents, hunker down, or create a fire, get some food going, and camp in a little bit of a louder way. We might get into a fight. I like uh, having some light. I think it's uh, safer for me. We take watch. Watching bears as we crash. Well, it, it could be safe, but like I said, fire can be seen from a greater distance away, so it'll attract more eyes. 
Yep. We could just get into our tents, put in our heating vents, and just hope for the best. Then someone might get to jump on us. This one thinks that's a good idea. Worst yeah. that, worst that happens, we defend ourselves. Just gonna start pulling out the tents and set them up in a circle. Probably need three for us. I'll set up the fourth for the dogs if they want it. Yeah. They can filter in and out. Um, really close together. Or should they be a little bit farther apart? So pitch black, no light in the sight. Currently. Yeah. Unless you want to cast some lead in your bracers, but not a fire as of now. Well, I don't want to ruin the vibe. I would tattoo if I can get <laughs> That's light. That's what you... you it, well, once we get... survival, in, dude. <laughs> it's not about tattooing right now. No, no, no. The, no, I was just saying... Just tattooing yourself. I was just saying if there was a light... No. <laughs> no. We're trying to set up with low light. We're trying to set the tent up and, uh, and put the things on, the, the covers, the furs over the tents, set everybody up in there. Absolutely. In their uh, beds that are off the surface, do all the tricks that the guys from Expeditions taught us. The we're, just trying to hunk, we're just trying to hunker down for the night. And Maxwell House heaters. Does Barry help set up the tents? Absolutely. Or? Okay. Yeah. I'll try to. He's blind right now. Yeah. So that's yeah. what we'll try to do. So who has dark vision? I don't. Not me. Skid. So Pilgrim and uh, Pilgrim and Bear are basically just standing around in the dark. I'll be praying. <laughs> don't lay this now. I'm just gonna be sitting next to you. My shell, my shell is leaning against you as your brain, and I'm just sitting there next to you. Yeah, you sit. You look over and say, "Don't lay in the snow." He's already laying in the snow, <laughs> listening. Yeah, you see kind of some of the flurry just piling up next to next to Pilgrim on you top see, like, of the wind blowing really. Harshly. Yeah, you hear the you hear the wind blowing pretty harshly. Harshly, yeah. Oh. We're in the shit. I need to be stronger. God damn it! And I'll focus on the ring of growth and grow a size. Nice. So that it's easier to set up this heavy equipment. Yeah. So you set up the tents. Uh, you know, they're sand tent size. I'd say like maybe one two person tops. It's tight with two people. Pretty oh, yeah. normal with one. So dogs aren't sleeping shit. They're sleeping outside. We can yeah. leave. We can pull some into each ten, right? Two people's time. Either way. Yeah. Uh, while I'm praying, I'm gonna finger one of the rings, and uh, <laughs> what yeah. the cast remove curse from it. Nice. All right. Uh, from what you sense, this these rings are not cursed. Okay. Being, I was said I was sitting right next to. Uh, the traveler, would I notice him doing any of the fingering? Oh, you can't see. Oh, damn. <laughs> damn it. Amazing. <laughs> I notice him doing some of the fingering. Jesus Christ. Yeah. So we'll set up the tents, set up the beds inside the tents, and set up the wood heaters. All right, so you set up these little things. Uh, you know, like at least, like, you know, if you have little fires in here, the, obviously the light will be very much muted. Because you'll have the fire inside of a tent. Uh, but yes, so that we're gonna do. Um, yeah. Alright, so you get the little, the little, uh, like the little ovens getting started in the tents. Uh, again, like two people's cramps, one person can fit easily in one uh, with gear, especially. Skin Thrax will take one. Mm-hmm. And take a couple dogs inside with us. You could not fit more dogs. With two of you living <laughs> sleeping in one tent. His dogs are toast. Uh, Ricky and Pilgrim will take another one. Barry is taking a solo. Barry goes solo, pulls in his shell. And the fourth one will 
the dogs every can pull shifts. Yeah. Pull oh, shifts? Never mind. That we already <laughs> described four. Oh, no, I got a fifth. Um, either way. We'll, Thrax will dig a hole to help, like how they had us dig the whole thing, you know? Okay. Yeah. Try to do that to help the dogs and give us even more room almost in our tent, you know? Yeah, if you dig a if you dig a hole, like you know, like the dogs will probably just lay on top of each other in a big hole out of the wind, yep, you know. Yep, I will do that. <laughs> yeah. I'll dig a hole. They'll kind of curl up together. Maybe right outside of our tent. Let it let them like mm-hmm. sit next to the skittle attempt to rest. I'm not leaving a watch. We're just helping for our best. Anybody can stay up if they want. I'll take first watch. Pilgrim's asleep. Highberry's also asleep because he can't see. <laughs> I think first watch by myself. Alright. Roll a D20 perception, please. 17. Ooh. Your perception is plus one? Yes. Nice. Uh, you are, you know, you're on watch. You, can, you feel like. I don't know, this is. Have, have you ever like gone camping before? Is Ricky Steele or anything like that? Or you Rick, Ricky Steele has never gone camping. Okay, before. yeah, you have. You aside aside like, from our limited experience in the mountains, uh, besides the the breeze of the wind, it is like scarily quiet. Like where you can almost feel, you feel like you can almost hear, like you know, snowflakes hitting the ground. So there's a lot of strange sounds near you that you, you're completely unfamiliar with. Um, and Ricky like, misses the concrete jungle. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Like you're looking into the dark. And cobblestone. Uh, you constantly have this jungle. feeling that something might be watching you, but you're you're not quite sure. Ooh. And uh, you know the sounds of like you know maybe some like snow falling uh, of like a, a chunk of snow falling down a hill sounds like something walking near you, but you turn and there's nothing there. It's putting me very on edge. Ricky. <laughs> That are tense. Um, yes. Well, I'm only going to stand watch for about four hours, though. If anyone else wants to take over, Rex, Rex will watch. Nice. Rex, roll perception check. Oh, perfect. That's snowy. (laughs) (laughs) Pretty good roll. Off the table. Perfect. I don't lie. Yeah. Uh, Four. (laughs) <laughs> yeah so Thrax is sitting out there and you, you know you're, you're, you're kind of used to this from being from a tribe you know so you're just kind of standing out there resting on your great sword like ah oh, it's good to be back out here it's good to camp again mm-hmm. and he's kind of nodding at you know in the invisible sky like uh huh and you hear these random noises and you're like that's just snow that's just <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> oh my god, you know, the NPC bad guy. What was that? It must be nothing. Perfect. <laughs> but nothing comes in the night, but you do feel like you're being watched as well. And as that happens, Thrax is like, I'm worthy of your gaze. I'm worthy of your gaze. All right. Because uh, he, he is thinking... Uh, LD100. Come on. Come on for what? We don't know what this roll is for at good. all. 25. We, what do you want? 
like low or high. Maybe high. These are just chaos rolls. I mean, come on. High maybe. Like, what could you possibly be rooting for with a D one hundred roll on nothing? A good high maybe. A good high. Why? Roll. We don't. Uh, you when you, you're saying that to yourself and you you try to force an image to appear, but there's nothing there. That's still I say it. Yeah, I know. Said it. Mm-hmm. And then you eventually go back to bed. Get the you know rest of the sleep that you need. Uh, you guys wake up. Let's see what the weather is today. Sorry. Uh, it is... Cold as shit. It's actually nicer today. It is 56 today. Positive? Mm. No, negative. Oh. <laughs> all, all weather I say is in the negatives. Forever. Pack up the... Uh, Fahrenheit, for those of you who use Celsius, by the way. Sorry. Pack oh, up yeah. the tents. Pack up the beds. Pack up everything. Yep, Feed. All the dogs are there. Feed the dogs a good berry each. Hell yes. Uh, this time Thrax will make water for everyone in the morning instead of beer. Pass it around to dogs and all of us. No wine today? What is this? Uh, listen, I know we, we need the wine, but if we have these uh, creatures we must care for as well. Dogs can drink wine. Mm. No, it's something with the grapes. They can't have the yeah, grapes. Yeah, they can't have grapes, Barry. Oh, really? Yeah, everybody take some rations. Hand out a day's rations to everybody. But I can make eight gallons of water, so. Okay. Yeah, it's a shit ton of water. Mm-hmm. We head to the spire. Get ready, everybody. Let's head east. All right, we got a power back on. Uh, you'd have a safe assumption of thinking that this would take another ten hours to get to the, the spire. It takes about, you know, you assumed it was about 20 miles away. From my bird's eye view, we got another day's travel. We'll probably get there at the tail end of the evening. Yeah, so you guys hit the hit the dusty trail, so to speak, or I guess snowy trail. Nice day. Nice day. Pretty nice day. No, it's trying to get windy. Negative fifty-six, windy. Uh, you know, some some snow showers, sprinkles of snow showers, but no blizzard or anything like that. You guys are bursting off, and once again, like you know, there's no sun, so it's still fairly dark out here. Gotcha. Still pretty shitty, but slightly warmer than usual. Yes, yes, it's 30 degrees warmer than it was yesterday, but it's still negative 50. So brutal. As if you were not wearing any winter gear, you'd die immediately out here, basically. You guys continue east, you see more of the same kind of uh tundra. You have the Hills here and there, lower hills, uh, occasional like little cracks in ice, look like something froze or whatever. And uh, you guys keep going, little pieces of rock, etc., little out- rocky outcrops. Like you have to imagine like what this would look like without some of the snow. Um, Barry, or sorry, Barry, uh, Skid and Thrax, you guys do know what parts of this look like without snow because you guys used to live here before there was not, you know, before this never-ending winter. But this is all very unfamiliar to you because it is now all covered in snow. Mm-hmm. And you guys continue east, following the assumption of where you guys knew it was. Can Actually, I uh, see some of you, like some of you, do feel like every hour you guys are stopping, you do feel like something's watching you or maybe following you. But you don't see anything. Does Skid feel it? Everyone does. Well. It's good. Uh, it feels like uh, I can't help it, but he, he's watching over us right now, right? Sam's definitely watching us. 
Something that knows these lines a lot better than we do. Should we be on our toes, or do you think it is him? I think we should be on our toes. But, it's a couple hours away. We're almost there. Should we set a trap? Like I said, I think they know these lines better than we do. Alright. Skid, Skid, you think you could, you can't transform into a snake or make one, can you? Yeah, I can. Okay, cool. A giant snake. Good to know. Yeah. He can turn into so many things, Barry. So many things. Yeah, he's, he's wonderful. The best. But, either this thing makes itself known, or full speed ahead for us. Let's go. Full speed ahead. Uh, you guys are riding for quite some time. Uh, the sun rises and falls. And in the distance, you see a regularly shaped spur of rock jutting out of the tundra ahead of you. However, it has a smooth and shiny surface. Uh, the, protrusion, the protrusion looks entirely out of place. And it looks like it had been thrust into the ground. This, you would assume, is the spire. There it is, folks. Lost spire of the Netherese.